Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Calvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one all you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the department of metahuman affairs or dma and check it out right now recording and we'll do the clap on three one two three. Oh, okay did you not do it i did it on three. Oh. Uh, that's what I did too. You didn't do one, two, three, clap because that's what it sounded like. Let's do it again on one, two, three, clap. One, right. two, three, clap. All right. I shouldn't have said clap. I should have just done it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. It's okay. I clapped on your clap. Your you your fucking, verbal clap. You you fucking you figure it out, man. Yeah, I got it. I'll fix it in post. That's right. I'll do it live. Fuck it. Fuck it. <laughs> uh, all right the last last witch hunter uh no uh. actually that was uh <laughs> that was oddly enough nothing to do with the podcast <laughs> although spoiler alert maybe coming soon Ooh, witch month i don't know is that the fucking vin diesel witch movie sure yes. is uh, uh, all right, all right. here it is here it is Steve's throwing it out there. And Michael Caine. Actually, not that bad. <laughs> it could have been much worse. It could have been a whole lot. You know what? Look, look. It's I'll have to exactly... take you at your word. I'll have to take you at your word because I'm never testing that theory. It is exactly like what you expect it to be. Every I like Michael Caine. I don't like Vin Diesel. Do you like Elijah Wood for some reason? I do. It doesn't mean I like all of his movies. I would say watch it. You might be, you might be surprised. I don't know. There are problems. A... There are problems. I'm not going to sugarcoat that. But it's better than it needs to be. But it really answers some questions about the Fast and Furious universe. Oh my god. Right. Well, that's why he can't die. Yeah, that's the that's the main question. <laughs> oh no, spoiler alert. Now I can't watch the movie. Oh, so sad. Oh, it's spoiled. Yeah, because... <laughs> well, then I'm going to have to recommend... Um... God damn it, I keep wanting to call it Bloodsport. Bloodshot. Oh no, Bloodshot. I do not like. I didn't care for Bloodshot at all. <laughs> Bloodshot was trash. Yeah. Of prey. <clears throat> mm, Wait, Guy Pierce. Guy Pierce played the same role in this movie, right? <laughs> That's like my first note. Uh, <laughs> am I watching Bloodshot? <laughs> Wait, Guy, Guy Pierce is in this. Should I already assume he's the bad guy? Yeah. <laughs> Remember when that wasn't the case in like the '90s and early 2000s? He was usually the good guy. Uh, let's see. Memento. Uh, he was still yeah. killing a bunch of people, but he's still your protagonist, though. Is LA he? Confidential is a good guy. Uh, LA Confidential. Yeah. Okay, that one counts. Time Machine. Uh, let's yeah. see. Goes around through time, uh, fucking about. <sighs> okay, but if you analyze anyone's role, they're a villain, Steve. <laughs> yes, everyone's he was, a villain. He was posed as the good guy in all three of those movies. Is what all I'm saying. In uh, Prometheus, he sent a bunch of young people to, to their death. Uh, I didn't say Prometheus. I said 90s no, right. to early 2000s, he played a lot of good guys. 
Priscilla, Queen of the Desert. Um, yep. I'm pretty sure he's the one that didn't give the van a tune-up, so or the bus a tune-up, so it was in the middle of the desert. And All they, right, you're splitting hairs to, now. And they were Start forced the to eat podcast. each other. I remember that movie quite well. Uh, clearly you do not. <laughs> Steve, we may have watched a different movie. Look, guys, uh, General Zod, <laughs> Guy Pierce, uh, and Mr. Nope. Smith yeah. go on a, dra- <laughs> on a RuPaul drag race across the Outback. Yes. Fall in love, and then did they, you did you watch fall- the first half of that, and then the last half of Tremors? Actually, it was the last half of Road Warrior. But still, hear me out. Happy anniversary. It's beautiful. She has several deep lacerations, internal bleeding. Sorry to hear about your wife. She okay? The man's done it before. He'll do it again. We can take care of him for you. Who are you? I represent an organization that loves this city. We're tired of watching it go to hell. I really don't know what you're talking about. You know what I'm talking about. This wouldn't cost you anything financially, but we may ask a favor of you at some point in the future. Who is this? Hey, Will. What do you want? Just a quick talk. Relax. Where'd you go? You okay? We just need you to do one thing. Nobody said anything in the agreement about killing anybody. So get the hell out of my life. We should go to the cops. We tell them everything. Some of them are cops. When it's done, you call me. A promise is a promise, Will. You have no idea what this guy is capable of. Where have you been? That I heard you walking around. Sir, we have a warrant for your arrest for murder. What the hell is happening? I'm done. Well, come back. I want to talk to you. How long have you been following me? Let's not forget what we did for you. We're just a few citizens seeking justice. Yeah! Yeah! Ladies and gentlemen, I'm Steve. And I'm Izzy. And this is... Everything I learned from movies. And tonight. Oh, tonight. Oh, we are celebrating Nick August Cage. With 2011's Seeking Justice. Yeah. But we're not alone. (gasps) We're not? Wait, do I have to put on a bra? Eh, no worries. Uh, Put on a bra. (laughs) Put on a bra. Uh, No worries. It's just our friend Brendan from What Were They Thinking? How did it get burned, Brendan? How did it get burned, Steve? How did it get burned, Izzy? Oh, how did it get burned to you, good sir? (laughs) (laughs) I will say that, um, weirdly enough, I don't think there's any fire in this movie. I think this might be, like, the only Nick Cage movie without fire, but is there fire on the cover? I don't remember. There is definitely red, but I don't think it's fire. (laughs) I'm pitching it now, a remake. And by the way, Nick Cage plays the character at the same age they were in the original. Mm. A remake of Firestarter. Yeah! Sold. (laughs) 
But, but he doesn't change the character's name. He still has the same name as Drew Barrymore had. Uh, nothing changes about the character. Every, we just bring back everybody and we just do it word for word. But in yep. their current ages. <laughs> I, yep. I, guys, I have a better idea. Let's just make a new movie with Nicolas Cage with firepower so we don't have yeah. to pay anybody for, like, Wait, you know, reboot stuff. We we'll call it that. Starter of Fire. We already did but that. I want... It's called Ghost Rider. Yeah, well. <laughs> wait, wait. But I want I want one of those clever, like, reboot moments where Drew Barrymore shows up in a cameo and just, like, looks at Cage and she's like, I know where you've been, kid. <laughs> <laughs> Ghost Rider 3! <laughs> I'll see you at the Hollywood Royalty Reunion. <laughs> Ghost Rider 3, Firestarter! <laughs> <laughs> ah, shit! I am in! Don't but you want to this... know how we keep starting fires? But this time she's the villain he has to stop. Can he bring himself to it? <laughs> Guys, oh, I can shit. hear the trailer. <laughs> <laughs> I can smell the dollar dollar bills, y'all. <laughs> oh, shit. Yes, dozens of dollars. But that's not seeking justice. <laughs> but you know what? I just I just want to say it'll probably make more money than trespass. Oh well, what? yeah. No. You, you know, if anyone out there is thinking about making a movie, just remember it'll make more than trespass. <laughs> that's going on a t-shirt. Is trespass the one that uh, that made forty seven dollars and like eight of it had to be refunded? No, that's uh. Zizix Road or something oh, like that's that right. with Catherine Heigl. No, but it what? made, I want to say it was like $4,700 okay. or something released. It's on real like, bad. It's, it's, and it's from Joel Schumacher. So, I mean, yeah. RIP, but he must've been like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, that is I the think worst. you dropped a couple zeros on this. <laughs> that is the worst I've ever done. I knew I should have given Nick Cage bat nipples. <laughs> he probably thought it was a $47 million opening weekend and uh, found out later a couple weeks ago. No, uh, Joel, uh, uh, there's a few less zeros than you think there. I have to seek justice for my movie. I made a dead Joel Schumacher <laughs> joke and nobody <laughs> laughed. Oh, shit. This is Wait, my hell. <laughs> does Joel Schumacher hire Guy Pierce to get revenge for his tr- for trespass not making enough money? <laughs> What's happening? Speaking of dozens of dollars, this movie comes from director Roger Donaldson. Who's he, Steve? Well, babe, Roger Donaldson has made some legitimate movies. <laughs> Did those uh, make money? Oh, yeah. Well, let's see. Uh, the Bounty. Mute Mel- me on the oh, Bounty. Mel Gibson on a boat. Uh, I think Anthony Hopkins is in it. Like legit. It does it's it on Prime. Me? No spoilies. Uh, cocktail. Ah, Elizabeth Shue in a bikini, Tom Cruise. Oh, shit. The guy who's not Michael Caine. <laughs> Definitely Wait. not Michael Caine. Uh, Cadillac what? Man. Um, oh, I remember I, when that I, came out. I forget. Is that. No, Pink Cadillac is the Eastwood one. Cadillac yeah. Man, is that like Tim That's Robbins? R- Robin, Williams Robin Williams and Tim Robbins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. Uh, the Getaway, I believe the Kiefer Sutherland okay. version of it. Dozens not of the- dollars. Not the Charlie Sheen, uh, Christy Swanson one, I think. It might be that one. Or that's the chase. That's the chase. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, the, the, you know what? That's a genre on, coming up soon. Next up, up on soon. Doppelganger <laughs> Month. Wait, speaking of doppelgangers, <laughs> what's the next movie, Steve? Oh, that would be Dante's Peak, 13 Days, The Recruit. The world's fastest mm. Indian. All movies that made more money. Well, by the way, Brendan, have you seen World's Fastest Indian yet? No, I haven't seen it. Well, you should. 
It's it's a uh, it's pretty good. It's about Anthony Hopkins trying to break the land speed record and peeing on trees. Yeah, that is accurate. <laughs> That's right, folks. Get your tickets today. It's the world's fastest Indian in the cupboard. Yeah. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> <laughs> the, of the movie is surprisingly long. All right. Uh... It ages like fine milk. <laughs> I also directed The Bank Job. Oh, snap. This and The November Man, which I believe is a Pierce mm. Brosnan movie, if I remember correctly. Yep. Yeah. I think I saw it in theaters and I remember yeah. nothing about it. <laughs> you know, that sounds like most Pierce Brosnan non-James Bond movies. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez, repeat offender. Yep, yep. Uh, let's see. Comes from writer Todd Hickey. Who's he? Well, you probably don't know him because he Who's he? Is he, he wrote only this, but is a cinematographer for about a dozen documentaries. Uh-huh. Uh huh. This was also co-written with Robert Tannen, who wrote this and 2006's Even Money. Hmm. Crickets, hmm. crickets, crickets. No idea. Yeah. But of course, Sir Nicholas Cage stars as Will Gerard. Who's he, well, Steve? Patron saint of our podcast, of course. Uh, you may know him from, let's see, Kill Chain. Uh... <laughs> All right, no, no, I'm good. Trespass. <laughs> yeah, primal. Yeah. Uh, and The Sorcerer's Apprentice. That's hey, his entire hey, filmography. Got, got it. <laughs> what's, what's that? Z- Zandali or whatever the fuck he Wild was Wild at Heart. That was his big hit. <laughs> Oh, God, what's the one he shows up for, like, a minute oh, with coke Jesus. all over his nose? Yeah, he's the coke dealer. Didn't I send you a clip of a movie he's in that you were, like, you were like flummoxed by? I don't think you had seen it yeah, before. Yeah, it's the one yeah, where yeah. he just pulls up, he's the coke dealer, and he leaves. That's what we're trying to think of. And he's like, I'm just looking for a ride, man! <laughs> yeah, that's the one. All right, so I googled good. Nick Cage coke dealer cameo. <laughs> <laughs> Why does I have Wait, eight movies? They're going to tell you what movie... They're... They're going to tell you what movie his Coke dealer made a cameo in. Uh, Zandali? Zan... No. Pitbull? No. Running with the Devil. No, that's 2019. No, it's like a really, like, unknown movie that he's in for, like, 30 seconds. It's when Peter Berg was in. (laughs) That's all I remember about it. it. Like, Peter Berg was judging Nicolas Cage at the time. (laughs) Eh, it doesn't matter. (laughs) Okay, thepoke.uk is a fake website. Don't go to it. Fake site. Fake, fake site. site. Couldn't trust a poke from UK, eh? Nope. Yeah. <laughs> Alright. Speak, speaking of bad accents, Guy Pierce in this movie as Simon. Uh, did I say January Jones? Mm. She's in this movie. She's Laura Gerard. Never on Tuesday. Never on Never Tuesday. On Tuesday. Yes. Never on Tuesday. Yeah. There we go. Okay. <laughs> Never too young go. to die. Okay. Mystery solved. Oh. <laughs> Stargrove. It was me, Stargrove. Jesus, that's the greatest. <laughs> it was me all the greatest, greatest, greatest fucking reveal in history. I've ever fucking seen in any movie. I had no fucking. I did not see that coming even one bit. <laughs> if you guys haven't. Oh, I didn't either. Izzy, I'm 100% with you. Did not see that twist oh my coming. God, I was like, yeah, and, and and Nathan literally said to me, well, when we did the episode on it, Nathan literally said to me, you didn't? And I was like, no, how no, could I? Impossible. <laughs> Steve, did you see that twist 
twist coming? Look, look, I knew there was a twist coming. <laughs> yeah, so that's the thing. I knew a twist was coming. I had been told a twist was coming. That was not what I was I expecting. had forgotten what character, and I was like, oh, okay, it's getting towards the end. We're going to see someone that's going to look like Gene Simmons. And it's like... <laughs> What's his char- What's his character's name uh, again? Gene Simmons. Yeah, in, in Never Too Young to Die. Uh, Xander. No, Ramses. No, that's uh, Runaway. Oh, oh, it's um uh Ram. Oh my God, Ram something. Yeah, it's like Ramsey, Fuck. Right? No, I'll look it up. Because just like his reveal makes me laugh so much. That's this. That's spoiler. That's like, that's his... like a huge spoiler. Um, Edit it out, future Steve. Oh my god. Ragnar. Ragnar. Okay. Ragnar. Oh yeah. Cause, Velvet Von Okay, because when he gets... Because yes. when he reveals that it's him, he just goes... Like, as if we didn't get it, because he's like, you see his whole face, he goes, I'm Ragnar! <laughs> Ragnar! <laughs> <laughs> and this is like... Oh and Ragnar! My <laughs> god, it is Ragnar! When we see, this is like when we see his entire face. I just oh, thought that was funny. See, we got to edit part of that out because oh, I want course. people to go watch that movie and be as yeah, shocked as yeah, we were. Don't worry. Guys, go watch Never Too Young to Die. <laughs> and then listen to an episode on What Were They Thinking? That's What Were They Thinking at www.ttpodcast.podbean.com. Or you can find them at Podcoin. Use the code WWTTPD. That's the What Were They Thinking Police Department. <laughs> Good old please, shit please, plugger Please don't do that. <laughs> Please don't go to Podcoin. <laughs> Shit plugging. Uh, there's also Harold Perrineau, Jennifer Carpenter, and Xander Berkeley in this wonderful movie, Seeking Justice, that we're here to talk Woo! about. Now yes. We'll 25 minutes into our recording. No. <laughs> Who are they, Steve? <laughs> well, one's Dexter's sister. Actors. Uh, one, uh, Harold Perrineau's yeah. from Oz. Which, spoiler alert, I was disappointed by Dexter's sister's lack of screen yeah, time. Yeah, she... I'm guessing she got cut out of like the the director's cut or something. Like, there's probably a three hour version yeah. of this movie, which terrifies me oh. a little bit. But <laughs> that is scary. That is a scary world. Um, but yeah, no, I saw her in the movie, and I was like, oh, clearly she'll play like a decent sized part. This is, I think, this was around when Dexter was either done or like. I don't know yeah. though. What the, what yeah, year did this come out again? So yes, yeah, probably like third or fourth season. Like she's. So, I mean, she was, like, she was known enough. Like, she was a big a big enough TV star. So, when she does, like, four things, I was like, wait, yeah. really? That's yeah, it? I think she'd have a bigger <laughs> role than in, uh, was it Brawl in Cell Block 99 or whatever? Oh, I still haven't oh, seen that. it's it's good. It's gritty. Gritty. Yeah, check it out. Yeah, I've heard. Uh, so, yeah. So, Brendan, how did you watch Seeking Justice? Was it on a streaming service or aboard a ship? It was. I wish it was aboard a ship, but unfortunately, it's a lot harder to do that nowadays. Um, no, I watched it on Amazon Prime. Ooh, so you paid the two dollars? No, it was right, free. It was free in Canada. Oh, that's right. Damn we Canadians. we watched it on Tubi TV, so we're gonna throw in some ads throughout this one because some some of them were interesting to say oh, the least. Oh, they yeah. Uh, <laughs> And I love how the movie starts out with uh, somebody saying a couple times, are you wasting my time? Are you wasting my time here? And I'm like, god damn, movie. Am I supposed to be asking you that? 
movie, are you really playing with fire right now? <laughs> you know what? You got a point. Click. <laughs> uh, but instead, we get uh, some guy, you know, like a hidden camera <laughs> confession yeah. thing where he's like, there's these guys, man, you know, the hungry rabbit jumps and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, uh, okay, you might want to use full sentences to explain what you're trying to communicate. <laughs> what? But yeah, it doesn't matter. We're we're rolling credits, so th- th- this will come into play later. Who cares, right? We'll fix it yeah. in post. But we see the guy, uh, see the guy leaving. Hops in his car, starts backing out of this completely full yet completely empty parking lot. But as he pulls out, he, he uh, some guy in a truck just rear ends him. He's like, "What? What the fuck?" And then just guns it and starts pushing him and just right off the side of the parking lot, smash. Which, I gotta say, first thing I noticed was, and I know a car is getting backed up into it, but the way the barrier moved, that is a very flimsy barrier. (laughs) And nobody notices this? Yeah. Yeah, like I said, a a completely full, (laughs) like, they're, all the cars, all all the parking spaces are full, but not one other soul in this entire building. The perfect plan! (laughs) Smash cut to Mardi Gras. Yes, that's right. This is during the time when Sir Nicolas Cage was... I'm assuming confined to the city limits of New Orleans. Yeah. Uh, I was going to say, yeah, There's a, this is like a whole genre, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, like 2009 <laughs> to 2014, I think. <laughs> Just Nick Cage in New Orleans. Yeah. yeah, then he uh, then he celebrated by, uh, hey, I'm on a house arrest. Now I'm going to do a green screen movie called USS Independence. Oh, that's one I don't think I could bring myself yeah. to watch. Uh, a friend of the podcast, Thomas Jane, is incredible in it. Woo! He's in two scenes. Um, it's true, though. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard it's a very uh, long slog of a movie, though. It's not the worst thing we've seen. Oh, no. No, 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 no. no. Uh, let's see, where are we? Oh, yeah, that's right. Mardi Gras, uh, where we see Nicolas Cage dancing with his wife, the lovely January Jones. I was just going to say... <laughs> I know January Jones is like, well, actually, this was two, sorry, again, I'm asking the year. This is 2011, right? Uh, 2010? Yeah, 10, 11, shot in 10, released in 11 or something like that. Oh, oh, okay, so she's about 30. Nicolas Cage in this movie, I know it's 10 years ago, but he looks older then than he does now. And I thought, I was like, oh, so is this her father? (laughs) (laughs) No, this is her lover. No, but when we find out later that he was a a teacher or whatever, I'm like, oh, no, she's going to be a former student, isn't she? Oh, no. It's a running theme with some movies we've been watching lately. (laughs) (sighs) It's not okay, movie. Stop pretending it's okay. (laughs) Well, she was 18. Okay. (laughs) We hooked up in February, weirdly enough. (laughs) Well, and oddly enough, uh, we get the the question, how'd you two meet? Anyone want to recant the story of how these two met? These two star-crossed lovers? Uh, Was he like he was teaching and then he gave his kids like a free trip or something? Or did he go to a concert or something? Yeah, he took them on like a field trip to the symphony and uh, out of of his own pocket. And I just saw him there and I was like, that's a good man. So I done married his ass. But she started it out with like... the first time we met, he almost screwed it up, but they don't get to that part. Yeah, yeah, it's like, well, okay, well, well, more about... Because he almost revealed that he was actually her oh, father. No! <laughs> and I wish they were married, like, it's also, too late did now, you guys... oh, God, Does that mean this movie is old boy? <laughs> oh, shit. 
By the way, I've never seen two actors less interested in oh, kissing oh, each other. No yeah, yeah. This marriage is doomed. But, yeah. it may, but it's going to make the later scenes more yeah. believable. Yeah, 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 yeah. Totally, totally. What? Did you guys notice the credit that said "produced by Tobey Maguire"? No. What? No. Yeah. Spider Man. He is the sole producer on this Spider-Man. movie. Well, I, I know, uh, f- fun fact later, I'll, but I'll bring it up, though. Uh, this was on the 2009 blacklist for the most liked unmade scripts. <laughs> oh, like the, the like the best yeah. unmade scripts? Or, is yeah, that what like that the is? most liked unmade oh. or whatever. And, and so I'm sure Spider-Man <laughs> got a hold of that list and was like, this is my ticket to the big time. Nicolas Cage will do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. two years after Spider-Man yeah. 3, I need a pick-me-up. <laughs> yeah. He's like, oh no, I need another job. <laughs> Seabiscuit didn't quite turn out the way I hoped. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Steve. So, uh... I'm too sober to keep talking oh, about God, this Oh, God, you movie. have a point. Yes. <laughs> Brendan, you always do this. Uh, <laughs> Not my yeah, fault. So, uh, Not my fault. We have a wonderful selection from St. George, Utah. It's Woo! the Silver Reef Brewing Company's Color Country Red Ale. alcohol by volume. Sweet malt character with subtle notes of plum and a hint of fruity Belgian yeast flavor. What? Okay. Well, allow me while I pop my top of... My top! Whoa. Okay. I was waiting to see if our guest was going to do it. Oh, Brendan? Oh, my top! Hot. Stargraph! Wait. (laughs) And the poor. Hey, John Stamos, how about a little kiss? <laughs> Gross. Oh, it's a beautiful red ale. And yeah, definitely smells Belgian-y right off the nose. It's got an off-white foamy head. Lots of tiny bubbles. Steve's got in for the sip. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you definitely get that Belgian character. But, uh, and yeah, I mean, you yeah. get the malty. The maltiness and, and the little bit of hoppiness from the, the red ale. You definitely get the Belgian character. This is a cool beer. Yeah, very interesting. They've yeah. balanced it well. And that's Silver Reef Brewing Company. Color Country Red Ale. Woo! Mm. I don't know why, but that feels like it needs a woo after it. <laughs> woo! <laughs> hey guys, I just thought when you said hoppy, I thought they could do a... Uh, a parody version of the song Happy and call it Hoppy, and the artist could be Harrell Williams. So anyway, back <laughs> in, uh... <laughs> Don't fucking steal my idea, pretending to be not interested. Alright, so then after this... <laughs> this... <laughs> All rights reserved, patent pending. Alright, after the Mardi Gras party, I have written down, so were they fucking or not? Because we um, get a love scene between Nicolas Cage and January Jones, but yeah. there is uh, complications because, um, you know, he's he's making the motions and stuff, but then all of a sudden uh. she, like, says something and he's like, oh, I almost forgot, and, like, pulls a present out of his ass. I think they're getting ready to, and then, oh. you know, he blue balls himself by giving her a present. Okay, okay. My question is, my question is, did they have a production design team? Because that party they're at earlier looks horrible. But to be fair, it looks like a real party. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it looks like a real party that a I teacher don't know, to and a me, violinist would be able to mm-hmm. afford. 
I was going to say, it looks like they just threw, like, a tarp up, and they were like, yeah, New Orleans! You've obviously <laughs> never been to New Orleans. <laughs> I don't know, just everything in this movie, like, every bit of, like, production just looks really, really, like, low-rent. This that's, movie feels honestly, like New Orleans, Yeah, right? that, that's the city, man. Like, <laughs> I mean, uh, especially, it just looks what, like there's three years after Katrina, I think, yeah, at that point? Yeah, yeah, I mean, unfortunately, Brendan, this is pretty true to new orleans (laughs) in fact i was i don't know it just it just had a very cheap look to me i don't know everything just looked really like bought at like a thrift store i don't know go to new orleans (laughs) okay so after after he gives her the necklace or whatever and we go to the high school and i'm like oh i've walked past that high school that is exactly (laughs) like it looks like it's fake because it's like oh yeah it's it's like kind of just chiseled in the side where it says Mm -hmm. rampart high school and I'm like, oh no, yeah, that's that. That's, that's that high that's school. It. I'm sorry, did you say Ragnar <laughs> High School? <laughs> it was me the whole time, Stargrove. <laughs> yeah, but uh, we find out uh, that Nick Cage is an English teacher, um, and he's talking about yeah. Shakespeare and uh, how he used to put his rage down on paper because that's how you do it. I, I, I noted here that it looks like we just cut to the middle of a remake of Dangerous Minds with Nicolas Cage. It. Because he's even like, you know, if you put your mind to this, to your studies, like you do other things. And I'm like, okay, what what movie are we in now? How do I reach these kids? I need to reach these kids! (laughs) He takes the chair, turns it around backwards, and sits down in it. Oh! Hey kids, let me jam with you for a minute. (laughs) We saw a movie a couple weeks ago where like the teacher was like trying to... Oh, it's hackers. That's right. <laughs> and the teacher is like, uh, "Yeah, what does this get, like mean to you?" And he's all like trying to be cool, like one of the kids or whatever. And it's like, dude, just just calm down. Riker maneuvers the chair. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so Nicholas Cage is the cool English teacher, uh, and January Jones is a violinist um, in New Orleans. Mm-hmm. Yep. And uh, Dexter's sister <laughs> is too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's a, a booming industry for violinists at the time. I mean, that's where all the violinists yeah. in the nation gathered. Meet at New Orleans. <laughs> we need more violins for this jazz funeral. Pepperidge Farm remembers. Wait a second. What? Where are you from? <laughs> what part of New Orleans are you from? Uh, the Ninth Main. <laughs> what? Part of New Orleans are you from? I'm from. Uh, I'm from uh, Bangor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Portland, actually. You'd think it was Oregon, but it's New Orleans. There's so many Portlands. <laughs> well, the dream of the 90s is alive in Portland. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, and a lot of a uh, lot of white supremacists. Well, probably, yeah. No, uh, not probably. Most definitely. Oh, I believe you. I've just never <laughs> been. <laughs> oh, you should go sometime. <laughs> guys, guys, yeah, what? I don't know if you're selling me on it. <laughs> Guys, let's 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 try to keep the atrocities and stuff out of this podcast as much as we can. That's right. Back to the movie about rape. All right. So January Jones leaves her band <laughs> practice and gets beaten in rape. <laughs> Fuck. God, God damn it, damn Steve. This movie. Uh, I okay, okay. I thought it was really weird that they cut between that and Nicolas Cage playing yeah. chess. Yeah. Uh, that was well because like it's like <laughs> I, I think what they were going for is a not so subtle he had obvi- he really had nothing to do with this yeah yeah because he was establishing an alibi that's pretty much it the movie's establishing an alibi for you like now don't think that he set this up because we're gonna throw some weird shit at you later 
it's weird because like she gets like assaulted by this random dude and then they cut back and the dude playing with Nicolas Cage is like checkmate. And I'm like, what? Yeah, she got checkmate. By the way, she gets fucking carjacked and raped. They pull her out yeah, of oh, the it's car. Brutal. It's a yeah. brutal scene. Um, yeah. <laughs> I thought she was just going to get I honestly like having not known the plot of the movie cuz I didn't know anything about this movie. I thought she was just going to get murdered. Yep. Well, no, yeah, nothing uh, she's not quite that, that lucky. clean. <laughs> so yes, yeah, so, yeah, uh, Jesus. Then uh, Nick Cage uh, realizes he has a couple messages. Uh, goes to the hospital. Uh, where luckily the doctor is sitting there waiting for him. Apparently. Yep, because there's always a doctor just waiting for you at a U.S. Yep. hospital at <laughs> oh, any time. Oh, are you Mr. Gerard? <laughs> right this way. We've been expecting you. It's like, wait, where, where the fuck is this? <laughs> When Steve had emergency surgery, they had to call in a surgical team because there were no surgeons in the entire hospital on a Saturday. Uh, they weren't just waiting for you at the door, Steve? They, I know. It was the weirdest fucking thing. But mm-hmm. yeah, so the doctor... It's America. It's a problem. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Our only problem. Yep. Yep. The only one. Everything else is hunky-dory. <laughs> so much like this, uh, so Nicholas Cage to... <laughs> goes to the bathroom and breaks down. Uh, back to the rape inquiry. Yeah, jeez. Um, yeah, basically Nicolas Cage uh, gets the little exposition from the doctor, like, yeah, she got fucked up pretty good, but, um, you know, there's, uh, there's gonna be some, you know, healing afterwards, too. Lots of, lots of therapy in this girl's future. Oh, yeah. Hope you're ready for it. Anyway, I gotta go. The good Mm -hmm. news is that your marriage was doing spectacularly before this. (laughs) Luckily, (laughs) you guys are very well to do, what with your money from being, I assume, a professor somewhere. By the way, for some reason, I ran your name on Ancestry.com, and I gotta say, no, that'll that'll be be enough, that'll be fine. I changed my name. (laughs) Well, luckily, you can uh, reinvest your T-Rex skull that you... No, 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 let's, uh, let's leave that apart. Let's not, let's not, uh, let's not get crazy, Doc. <laughs> yeah, so he's in the waiting room contemplating the future and, you know, obviously just, <sighs> he's had a rough day, right? Well, yeah, yeah poor, poor him. him. Right? <laughs> Luckily, Guy Pierce shows up and uh, he's like, hey, buddy, heard you had a bad day. <laughs> <laughs> I would love that. <laughs> he literally just showed up and was like, hey, buddy. Hey, little buddy. <laughs> so, uh, heard your wife got raped. That, uh. That's that sucks, man. You Palmer. know uh, the guy that did it, though. We know who he is, and we can take care of him. You know what I'm saying? Eh? Oh my god! And he has no idea what he's saying for like ten minutes. He's like, J- "You mean arrest him? <laughs> yeah, yeah, arrest him like, with a gun." Yeah, clearly that is a police officer that has walked into into the <laughs> waiting guys, room. Nick, guys, Cage. look at this jawline. This isn't the jawline of a cop. <laughs> Well, I don't know what you mean by take care of. I'm like, Nick, have you never seen a oh. single fucking oh, movie? Oh, we're going to put him up in a nice little home. Make sure he has three square meals today. What the fuck do you think of me and take care of him? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and uh. so, yeah, Guy Pierce introduces himself as Simon. Um, and he deals mm. with people. Um, and the only thing he asks is, you know, he may ask a future favor is all. No big deal. <laughs> no big whoop. No, no big whoop at all. Yeah. No big it's Wait, cold what? Girls, the way shit goes down. <laughs> yeah, and then and then the thing is like you know, you know you don't have to answer now. Just uh, if you do want it done, go to the vending machine over there, get two forever bars out of the vending machine, and we'll know. And it's like, uh, 
okay. <laughs> also, okay, at this point, one of two things. I would have loved it if, like, someone else got them and the guy that was waiting was like, well, that's yeah. him, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> like- <laughs> or, or... He doesn't have he doesn't yep. have change, so the rest of the movie is Nick Cage running around town trying to get change for the exactly vending machine. That is exactly what I was expecting. He's like, "Fuck! I've only got a dollar. Ah. These are seventy five cents a piece." Does, does anyone have a quarter? <laughs> you sir, do you have a quarter? Not I just you. really have a craving for two forever bars. Oh my god, the forever bars! <laughs> and then the cop that's like standing there while he purchases them kind of health shames yeah. him. Yeah, true. By the way, an ad break from uh, Tubi TV where, uh, you know, in this right after this whole thing about, hey, we can uh, take care of this rapist for you, blah, blah, blah. We get a commercial in Spanish for the army. Uh, go to goarmy.com slash Lucha COVID-19. What? Lucha COVID. It's the worst wrestler ever. Lucha? You, you, yeah, you said Lucha? That's, that's worst what... wrestler ever. Yeah. Like I'm sure Lucha means wrestling? more than wrestling. Oh my god, amazing! Uh, well, Luchador is a wrestler, you know so I don't know. Hey Mario, what does Lucha anyway? <laughs> Wait a second, Lucha. I thought I was the only guest, you son of a bitch. <laughs> no, why did it auto-populate Luchasaurus? Yeah, it just comes up with a bunch of. I, I swear. Yeah, well, Lucha know. is wrestling because like Lucha Libre <laughs> is professional but- wrestling. Ah, uh, fight! Lucha COVID. is the Spanish for is Spanish for right, fight or struggle. It may refer to it It may refer to wrestling. Right. It says because it's the fight. But most of the time, when they say lucha, they are referring to wrestling. Um, oh yeah, and then an ad for Intermountain Healthcare. Yeah, where they're basically Fighting. saying, "Hey, oh, yeah. we know things are going on other than COVID, so you know you should come by and do checkups and stuff because we Don't. get paid for those too." But, We've seen this commercial a lot. It's a it's a local commercial out here, and yeah. the whole commercial. Every time I hear it, it just sounds like COVID's really cutting into our costs because you're not coming in for frivolous stuff anymore. So come on in, so we can bill you more. Isn't that what it sounds like? Pretty much, yeah. yeah. It's like runny noses and broken arms don't just stop. We're here for you. Don't miss your regular checkups. Ain't that America? You and me, darling. Ain't that America? Alright, so speaking of America, then we run into a random guy with a gun. <laughs> no. Right? So yeah, so we go to the home of the rapist. Uh, the home just of in the there. rapist? <laughs> yeah. Not the therapist, but the rapist. Yes. The I rapist. just I just thought of like the animals singing that song, like, the home of the rapist. <laughs> Um, and then some random guy with a gun pops up and says, surprise, motherfucker. Somebody killed my wife three months ago and now I'm going to kill you. What? Struggle. And there's a little fight and then pop, pop. And then the random guy with the gun, like leaves, does a call and says, the hungry rabbit jumps and hangs up. Hungry rabbit hops. Is that Oh, sorry. I thought you were... Uh, uh, the Hungry Rabbit jumps. I have jumps written down. Maybe but... it's jumps. You pay more attention It's jumps, I yeah. <laughs> I mean... No. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. We cut to the next morning. Or, or no. It's like, like, I don't know, within an hour or something, uh, Nicolas Cage gets a little package that has a picture of a dead man and a necklace. <laughs> <Woo>! <laughs> and it's like, wow, this hospital waiting room is fucked up. 
Oh yeah, so so then he like goes to see January Jones, and uh, she she's like coming out of it now. Like it's I don't know a couple hours later or whatever, and he's like, "It's okay, the guy that did this to you, he um, he's dead. He uh, he committed, he committed suicide. Yeah, that's I it. I I get that he wants to like tell her to like put her mind at ease, but maybe wait till she's not hours removed from being raped. <laughs> yeah, I was waiting for her to say. The guy that did what? Yeah, I have amnesia. <laughs> or oh like shit! Well, I just mean like I, I just mean like maybe take her mind off of it for a little mm. while before we harp on that a bit. As in, hey babe, how, how you feeling? Can I, can I get you anything? Uh, you need some water? Oh, check out this picture I got. <laughs> does, does this guy look familiar? <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, exactly. It's, well, it's kind of fucked up. It's been fucking great. Um, so yeah. No. But we skipped the scene where they're in bed together and she's still beat up. That's in between this. Her face is all bashed in and he's like making a move and she turns away and he's like, oh, oh sorry, babe. And it's like, dude, let her wounds heal. Yeah. yeah. Guess what? If I got popped in the face, just getting popped in the face, I wouldn't be in the mood to get <sighs> down. Yeah. Nick Cage is like, I don't get it. Don't you like me? <laughs> yeah. I've got needs. <laughs> oh, dude, you, that was not the time for this. <laughs> <laughs> While you're feeling frisky, no, Nick, no, 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 dude, get, get come it, on, give it three days, man. <laughs> three days. <laughs> Even the ring girl ring waits period, seven right? days to kill you. Fuck. <laughs> yeah. So that. Right. So then we cut to six months later. Things are kind of starting to get back to normal. Uh, but January Jones wants a gun. Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't want that violence being brought into my home. January's got a gun. <laughs> she also, she basically becomes Peppermint at this point. Right? Oh my god. If this movie would have turned into Peppermint. Oh, <laughs> fuck yeah. Although, <laughs> her character does take turns in this movie that I really did like. I will say that. Yeah, well, especially like this one where Nick Cage is like, no, we don't need a gun, blah, blah, blah. Smash cut to her in a shooting range, just like, clack, 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 clack. Yeah, that one feels good. I'll go with that. <laughs> yeah, and she gets like pepper spray and shit, too. Yeah. So, yeah, the, the, Nick, I guess, I don't know, that night or some other night, they're out shooting pool, having a good old time. Uh, when Nick Cage gets a call, and it's Simon. <gasps> what? He's like, hey, uh, meet me out back. Uh, say you're go- talking to your sister or something. There's no way to trace that. Mm. And uh, <laughs> so so he goes outside, and uh, Guy Pierce asks him to get in an SUV, and I'm like, or oh. he can just talk out here. That's cool. Before before we get to that, though, he makes him do like the most incongruous things to get to that point. Because he's like, go up to the counter, buy a pack oh, of gum, yeah. do this, right. also do go this. out the back door. <laughs> yeah. I specifically didn't put those notes in because I'm like, this is going to sound really fucking stupid if I have to go step by step for him to just <laughs> go out the back door to a waiting SUV. Right? I didn't understand. Like, I was like, uh. And then, and then Nick Cage, I guess he wants to make it, the guy Pierce wants to make it look inconspicuous, but uh, Nick Cage <laughs> makes it look the least inconspicuous ever because he's like, how much is this gum? Is that your back door? <laughs> Sir, do not mention my back door here. <laughs> in New Orleans, we don't know. talk about that. I've worked in many a retail location. Not one of them are you allowed to use the back door. Mm. Yeah, it sounds like an employee-only thing, right? 
Yeah, honestly, usually even the employees aren't allowed to use that door. It's, it's just for uh, either taking trash out or receiving deliveries. Yeah, or for people that are really curious. Yeah, uh, <laughs> receiving you know, them deliveries. <laughs> people who are experimenting. Yeah, no yeah, shame so, here. So Guy Pierce uh, basically says, hey, remember the, remember when we uh, killed that rapist dude for you? I'm just going <laughs> to ask you to do one little thing. It'd be funny if he was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> what? You seem kind of familiar. Did did we go to high school together or something? No, you asshole. Three months ago. Come on. <laughs> My wife has amnesia, so I have sympathy amnesia. That's not a thing, Nick. All right, listen. I'm We're basically gonna... <laughs> a goldfish. <laughs> Where am I? You're not fooling anyone, Nick. Anyway. I have to teach you conjunctions now. <laughs> Do you know about Shakespeare? Yes, I know all about Shakespeare. I'm an actor, too. My God. If this movie had been Nick Cage getting retaught the English language, My Fair Lady-esque, yes. (laughs) Yes. But instead, uh, he has to deliver a package, or I guess a letter, basically, to a mailbox (laughs) at the New Orleans Zoo, uh, you know, as seen in Cat People, Mm -hmm. um, at 4.15... I guess the next afternoon. Then he mm-hmm. falls in love with his sister and tries to fuck her. Wait. No, getting confused. <laughs> but yeah, basically, here's the thing: like he's there, like exactly four fifteen to like put the letter in. You know me; I'm a I'm a fairly punctual person. If I'm there at four thirteen, and uh, it's like, well, it's just dropping off the letter, right? Boom, it's done. So when yeah. I get the call two minutes later, it's like. All right, now open the letter. I'm like, uh, you told me to drop it off in this mailbox, and um, um, yeah. you're welcome? Yeah, they had to basically assume that Nick Cage would wait until the exact moment. <laughs> He's a bit of a procrastinator. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm in the parking lot. I'm almost there, though. Uh, the the, wait, the you, line at the ticket counter is crazy. You, 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 you did mention, though, this letter was addressed to Santa Claus. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> and I said, this is a weird reboot of the Tim Allen franchise. <laughs> yeah so instead uh yeah he opens the letter and there's like a picture of a girl he's basically like all right follow this girl and then there's a picture of a guy all right but look out for this guy because uh he's gonna try to do something to her and we're, you know whatever uh so then he's just wandering around the new orleans zoo following a lady no big deal also guys i want to see if we're on the same page here this scene had the single best like composition shot i've ever seen okay it's the Explain. flamingos in the foreground with Nick Cage in the background. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that was beautiful. <laughs> yep. From director Roger Donaldson. <laughs> Who's he, Steve? <laughs> <laughs> director of Dante Speak. No. <laughs> oh, shit. I talked about that one with you. Yeah. Yeah, you did. Speak. And Volcano. Volcano. Yeah, so... The one, the one that cured racism, remember? Yeah. <laughs> now we all look alike because we have ashes on our face. Uh, oh, we did it, movie. everybody. We did it. <laughs> <laughs> good good on you, Tommy Lee Jones. Yeah, so God, what happens from here? He's like, yeah, I didn't see the guy, blah, blah, blah. Oh, that's right. He's like, yeah, I didn't see the guy. Um, but he like doesn't call it in or whatever, so he just goes back to school. <laughs> By the way, four fifteen in the afternoon, going back to work, or is, I guess maybe this is the next day. I don't know. The, the, the sense of time in this movie made no sense to me. Like this could have taken place over the course of like six months and then three days, or six months and four years. <laughs> like, yeah. It, 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 aside from that six months later thing, no idea. 
That's like, what I mean. Like that six like, months I got, but like everything else, who who the fuck knows? <laughs> yeah, but the yeah. So he goes to school, and there's like a phone number written on the board, <laughs> and it uh, basically calls it up. And like, oh, we're done. I, I I followed the lady. I didn't see anybody. Oh, and and he's like, you know, a promise is a promise. Here's a new letter for you. Here's a picture of a sex offender we want you to take care of. And We're going to have you murder him. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Here's what you do. You just take the bus. You go to this exit. You go down into here. And then you just, you know, give him a little nudgy poo into the freeway. <laughs> oh, also, I'm going to take the next three minutes and explain what child pornographers do. Yeah, well, yeah. Because he does that, too. And I'm like, no, movie, no movie. I think we got it. <laughs> well, no, no, no. See, he had to be very specific, because especially to Nick Cage's character, it's like, well, when you say sex offender, I mean, my wife and I had a relationship when technically... She, no, 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 no. It's this kind of a sex offender. This... <laughs> What, what, what are the so good ones? Listen, I just, I just, I just want to make sure I'm not throwing stones from a glass houses. No, no. Well, I, 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 we looked into that, and you, and, and you checked out just fine, then, Mister Cage. Because my uh, wife is very young. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We know. Oh, we know. Yeah, we uh, like, we, like we crazy young. Uh, <laughs> okay. Well, I'm gonna go tell my daughter, uh, wife. Yeah, we uh, we saw the pictures of you with her at Senior Cotillion. They were uh, disturbing. <laughs> I've known her for twenty years. Get out of here, please. <laughs> please, please leave. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so yeah. So <laughs> so yeah. So he he goes there like the first time and just kind of I don't know scopes the place out or whatever. And he's like, nope, nope. Get back on the bus. Get the fuck out of here. Going to work. Screw this. So he gets another call. Or no, that's right. This time, uh, Simon's Maddie like shows up in person. He's like, "Listen, motherfucker, you need to do this." Yeah. By the way, somebody slashed your tires. Some real asshole. So you have to take the bus now. <laughs> <laughs> and oh, that's right. Then they like go out to dinner that night or whatever. And uh, Simon, the uh, uh, Nick Cage and his wife, and Simon shows up. And he's basically like, "Oh yeah, yeah, we're old buddies from that thing. You remember? You know." Oh, it's a teacher's conference, or they, they teach together at a different school. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm just in town. Uh, one of my buddies' wife's died. Yeah, it was fucking horrible. Yeah, the that's yeah. the ticket. If I, if I ever caught the guy, I'd kill him. Yep. Flying way, Japanese sand tigers. Yeah. If, I, if I'm... <laughs> If I'm Nick Cage's wife, the way Nick Cage is acting around this guy, like, yeah. who's like, who, who, it, as far as she knows, like, huh, so, so my husband's really upset, they used to work together at a school, I assume this guy's a child predator. Yeah, right? <laughs> there, there's a history there he doesn't want to talk about, but, yeah. but anyway, but eventually Guy Pierce is like, anyway, enjoy your chicken chapatulas, I'm getting the fuck out of here. Oh, chicken chapatulas, so good. <laughs> Doesn't Nick Cage kind of tell him to get out, though? Isn't he like, I'm actually oh, having yeah. a private moment with my wife. Yeah, yeah. He's like, oh, I'm just, uh, you know, it's having a, a very private meal. He's like, oh, yeah, yeah, no worries. I'm in town. No no big whoop. And his wife is looking at him like, wait, we, your buddy can sit down? Okay, I'll shut up. Yeah. <laughs> I think you raped the child. Um, yeah. Also, <laughs> one of the best, I don't know if this is like right around here. I think it's right after this scene, but Nick Cage is in his car, like talking to Guy Pierce on the phone. And some guy just like pops up at his window and he's basically like, hey, really? someone slashed your tires. Yeah. <laughs> hey, buddy, somebody slashed your tires. Yeah, thanks, asshole. I know. That's why I'm on the phone. Triple A. Why did you I mean, fucking jump at my window? 
That's how I let people know. Yeah. Hey, Brandon, somebody slash your tires! Oh, my God! Oh. 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 Thanks, Izzy. You're welcome. Hey, babe, are you asleep? Yeah. No. Not, not, not anymore. <laughs> the cats are all literally covering their heads right now. <laughs> Aww. Wake up, you jellical cunts! <laughs> Rub dum tugger is. <laughs> they like to lick their jellical jellicles, too. <laughs> Why not? When in Rome. Hey, I mean, if you could. I. I, I mean, I, it's, a, it's a debate I, I uh, think about every day. So, yeah, so after dinner, uh, they go back to their uh, house or apartment. I, I, th- I think it's an apartment. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's, yeah it's definitely an apartment. Cause, yeah, it's, they, a, it's, a, it's a set. <laughs> yeah, it's, it, is, it is a set in what used to be an art studio. Um, but yeah, they, he, he like goes right to the fridge. I don't know, put the leftovers away or something. And on their, uh, oh, God, what does it say? Choose. Choose. That's right. That's right. I was thinking, Ooh, call me. I'm like, no, it's not call me. Yeah. It says choose, and he, so he like scrambles up so the wife doesn't see, and then he like goes out and calls uh calls him or something. And is like, hey, stop, leave me alone, blah blah blah. And then he goes back in, and it's back to saying choose, and I'm like, maybe the wife is fucking with him. Right. And then and then right underneath that, it just says thinner, thinner. <laughs> fucking wild movie <laughs> yeah uh so the next morning uh nicholas cage is taking the bus to work but he pulls off of that stop with the little overpass thing where he's supposed to push the guy over he he kind of paces a little bit like oh what am i gonna do what am i gonna do am i gonna do this is this really a thing i'm gonna do of course you are it's gonna push the movie along let's go um <laughs> and then the little pedo guy takes his bike off the front and i'm like of course he does um <laughs> his his name's probably Ian, am I right, babe? Eh? Eh? Wait, what's going on? My wife had a coworker named Ian who uh Oh, oh right. That long, guy. Long, long story. Uh yeah, basically he was a huge douche at work and me and him got into a fight. I got called into HR, but my insult was so ridiculous, HR did not believe that it actually came out of a human's mouth. Yes, uh, I remember you he, telling me that, yeah. He got uh, removed from our department, put to a different department, and then he assaulted a vehicle with a bike lock, and it turns out he was on the run from another state for a drug violation. Wasn't that state Oregon? Oregon. Portland area? Portland. The dream of the 90s is alive in Portland. It was also a white guy who was balding with a handlebar mustache. Ew. Yeah. yeah. And then he was like 28. Uh, who does he think he is? That Mr. Show character? <laughs> so anyway, so uh, Nick Cage sees, uh, sees Ian, no, uh, sees this pedo guy. Uh, walked along a little overpass. He's like, hey, I need to talk to you. And of course, the guy like immediately like throws his bike at him or like tries to, I don't know, sword fight him with his bike. And the kid's like, no, no, calm down. I just want to blah, blah, blah. So a little struggle ensues. But whoops, he goes over the edge and splat into traffic. He gives him a fucking back body drop and he takes a nice bump. Yeah. Ooh, take that bump. <laughs> <laughs> Rasslin' reference got it in. And, of course, Nick Cage runs up the stairs, hops on the next bus, and gets the fuck out of Dodge. Which, by the way, how often do the buses come there? Because he got there on the bus, yeah. the next guy was there in two minutes, he went back up, the next bus was waiting for him. It's like every three minutes, maybe? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, move to New Orleans. Uh, reliable transit. Actually, you know what it was? 
it's every 15 minutes, but that first bus was like a half hour late, and so oh, it was just the ones coming yeah. behind it. If it's anything like San Francisco's wonderful transportation system. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Well, you know what they say about New Orleans. It's basically San Francisco. I ever, it's a cliche for a reason. <laughs> the San Francisco of the South. <laughs> so, so, uh, <laughs> so January. If you're talking like this, you're not in San Francisco. <laughs> that is not how they speak in New Orleans. They're from San yeah. Francisco, where they know what good gumbo shit tastes like. Uh huh. Pepper Trauma members. So January Jones finds her necklace, and I okay. So this whole thing, it's like, wait, did she know the rapist took it from her and yes. that it wasn't recovered when... Uh... Yes, because she's been talking to the police, because it's her case. Okay. So, but they got it back when they found his dead body when he committed suicide, right? No, because Nicolas Cage had it. Yeah, but she's like, she just like finds that he had it, which is yeah. like, uh, nice. why did you just have it and not give it back to me? The, and, nice. and Nicolas Cage replies, because it was given to me by the police... When he, they found his corpse, I <laughs> didn't want to drop it on you like, well, hey, but, how about some rum tum tugger on but, your but ride sure back from the hospital? I'm sure she has spoken to the police since then and probably said, oh, did you recover my necklace he stole? And they're like, oh, no, ma'am, we haven't found that yet. Mm. Also, the police um, didn't recover it. Also, what kind of excuse is like, oh, I didn't want to tell you, but I was okay with telling you that somebody committed suicide yeah. <laughs> three hours after he assaulted you. <laughs> Look, he learned to not bring up the necklace after she kind of flipped out over that. And he's like, oh, well, then maybe maybe I should wait a couple hours before I whip my dick out. Oh, boy. Yeah, yeah I don't know. It's problematic. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're still picking glass out of your hair from him pulling you out your car window, but uh, you want to get on the stick? Jesus. It's like you were in the room. <laughs> Oy, so he hasn't had that conversation with their significant other. So, uh, <laughs> so on to the next horrible situation. Nicholas Cage goes to work the next morning, sees a couple kids, you know, getting a little scuffle. Uh, <laughs> one of them throws hands at him, and he lays them out. <laughs> he fucking knocks that kid out as if he was a woman in Wicker Man. Yep. Yeah, yeah. It was the exact same form. <laughs> Like I'm surprised he, was, he didn't do this, the Leah Sobieski sidekick on him. Like he was wearing a bear costume. <laughs> It'd be great if for no reason in that scene he was just wearing a bear costume. <laughs> All right, guys, we're ready to reenact scenes from 1977's Grizzly. Hey, stop fighting! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And and then the principal is like, you know that striking a student is a minimum three weeks suspension. I was like, three weeks? Yeah. That's it? Oh, yeah. Living in America. Oh, knocking out a student. My junior year history teacher used to tell us, give me a reason to hit you. I get paid vacation that way. Holy fuck. Because I have tenure. Okay. Yeah, he he was like always trying to bait people into like turning him in. I had, uh, I mean, I've I've been to a school where, I, I was at a school where a teacher hit a student and they were gonzo. Like they never came back. They can't afford to get rid of teachers like that here. Well, that's also Canada. And here we're uh, basically saying uh, we're going to send kids back to school so they can, you know, spread smallpox. Well, <sighs> yeah, I mean, come on. Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's, it hurt it, Different goals, guys. Different goals. <laughs> it takes different goals. It takes different goals. <laughs> 
Yeah, so then uh, detectives pop up out of nowhere. And like they're an like, well, Mr. Cage, you're wanted for murder of Alan Marsh. And uh, rightly so, Nicholas Cage says, who the fuck is Alan Marsh? And I ain't killed nobody lately. And uh... <laughs> <laughs> and we find out it's the guy that was supposedly a child pornographer, but he's actually a journalist. <gasps> oh, no. And they have the, the footage of the ramp next to the bus thing. I don't know, whatever. They have footage of Nicolas Cage walking to and from a bus. And so it's like, well, he did it. As opposed well, they to... At that time or whatever. Yeah, well, and... So here's the thing. (laughs) It shows him, like, this is is you walking this way, right? And this is you two minutes later walking the other way, right? Like, I don't know, perhaps you saw somebody jump off a fucking ledge into oncoming traffic? Okay, here's... Yeah, you look a little disturbed. Here's my thing about this. Um, I get that this would make them suspicious of him. I don't think it's enough for them to come in and be like, hey, we have a warrant for your arrest. Nope. Yeah. Also, also the the footage of uh, Nicolas Cage at the zoo on the reporter's thing, I'd have just been like, "Uh, why the fuck does he have a footage of me at the zoo? I'm looking at the fucking gorillas, man. I don't understand why he would post that. I put that shit up on my YouTube channel anyway. Yeah. <laughs> wait, wait. that looks like he's hiding behind something while he's recording me. Yeah, I'm glad he's dead. That's not me. <laughs> I wasn't at the zoo. Fucking perv. Just somebody yeah. who looks like me. He's he's like, have you, see, have you seen Adaptation? It could be my twin. <laughs> it's my brother Chris. <laughs> if there's anything I've learned in the last few months about police in America, they don't oh. need no stinking warrants. Yeah, that's Ev- true. Evidence, evidence is for suckers. Living By the way, speaking America. of Chris Coppola, if you'd like to hear an interview with him, check out our past name. <laughs> you gave up in the middle of that shit plug. <laughs> yeah, they they know. They know. Oh my God, he sounds exactly like him too. Oh, I know. I remember listening to him being like, "Oh my God, it's the oh right." <laughs> he's the other one. <laughs> oh, he's gonna talk about Deadfall. No, wait, no, he's not. <laughs> wait, he is talking about Deadfall. Oh yeah, he's the director. Apparently, he's tired of answering questions about Deadfall. <laughs> oh, he is not going to talk about Deadfall. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, so then we're introduced to Lieutenant Durden, played by Xander Berkeley. <gasps> oh yeah, uh, that's who that was. Ba- basically, uh, Nicholas Cage is getting interrogated, and then uh, the guys are like, "All right, well, excuse us for a minute while we, uh, you know." decide what cell we're going to put you in yeah jerk Uh, each other off for a bit yep and then the lieutenant Durden comes in and he's like hey uh so uh you you didn't do this right like what no of course i didn't yeah 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 Uh, hungry rabbit jumps or some shit right what (laughs) look no you got about 10 seconds before they come back here i'm gonna walk out this door i'm gonna leave it open for you though wait 10 seconds get the fuck out of here it's the only chance you've got (laughs) He's like, well, the guy seems on the up and up. Yeah, sounds good to me. Nicholas Cage escapes and he starts Googling Alan Marsh and... Uh... Oh, yeah. Oh, this... Okay. The movie the, the movie has a lot of slow patches, I find. But this, this part made me laugh out loud when he goes to Alan Marsh's website. Yeah. <laughs> it looks like it's from, like, the mid-night... Like, the late 90s. And he's like, hey, you can uh, click around or something. I don't know. Welcome to my MySpace page. Uh, I got all kinds of links. I got my uh, three favorite songs on here. Uh, <laughs> yeah. 
but uh but yeah he finds out that a uh, wake is being held for alan on friday and so he's like oh maybe i'll get some answers there then he hears a noise outside by the way he's doing this all at the high school in the middle of the night i yep. to mention that part the, pl- the place yeah. where he got suspended by the way yeah so he uh so he steps out to see what the noise is and it's that kid he punched in the face and some of his friends just vandalizing the school and the kids are like Oh, well, if it isn't Mr. Cage. Yeah, I heard you ass got suspended. Yeah, with pay. Yeah, and I hear the cops are looking for you, too. Huh? What'd you do? Uh, parking tickets or something? Like, actually, they wanted to question me on a murder. Yeah. Oh. Oh, shit. So, All right, well, we'll just see ourselves out here. Yeah, see that you I do. Didn't, I oh. didn't see you if you didn't see me. Okay. <laughs> I like how quickly the. By the way, that I love that Nick Cage impression. Is he? Um, <laughs> I like how quickly they buy it too. They're like, oh, he must be a murderer. <laughs> yeah, they're they're just in. They're dumb co- high school kids. I mean, come on. If uh, if the cool teacher at your guys' school when you were like juniors was like <laughs> no such thing. If the cops came by, were like, "Yo, have you have you seen uh, Mr. Henderson?" And then it's like, "Mr. Henderson, what are you doing here after the lights out?" Oh, the cops are looking for me. I probably the other way. I was gonna say I'd assume it was weed. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so simple then, Canadians. Yeah, so then Nick Cage uh, goes to see his <laughs> wife at band practice or orchestra <laughs> practice I don't, I don't know she what was called. at band practice yeah oh and, and before that we get like jennifer carpenter's other scene in the movie <laughs> oh yeah like okay so is jennifer carpenter his sister no i think it's just their friend just a friend okay yeah it's like okay because i was trying to find out like what her relationship to them was and it was just yeah. like okay i know i know she's is, I don't know a cellist or whatever with uh, with the wife's band. But what's uh, <laughs> what's the guy's name? The guy that Nick Cage plays chess with. Oh, because uh, is that her? Harold, is Harold that Paranow. No, uh, what's what's uh, yeah? Is that is that his girlfriend? Yeah, that's yeah. They were at the party or something together. But they don't really act like they're together, but, like, I think they are, but I'm not sure. I think, like you said, I think a lot of her part was written out of the movie. I mean, maybe she had to go, like, film Dexter or something. Yeah, probably. I I just have his friend written down as Buddy. (laughs) Like, (laughs) like, his Buddy dot dot dot, you know? (laughs) Yeah, basically. Yeah. Oh, my body, buddy, dot, 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 is a werewolf. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so, so he goes to see the wife, at, uh, and the wife's like, what are you doing here? And he's like, I'm trying to figure things out, but uh, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, well, here, take my gun. And he's just so much like, yeah, totally. And then just, like, walks off, and not even for a second, like, oh, so you got a gun? Oh, cool, and bro. the crazy thing... Is this the crazy scene where he's like, all right, I'll tell you what's happened so far. Cut to like 30 seconds later and he's told her everything off screen. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was yeah. like, wait, how did you sum that up? Because <laughs> from this point forward, she knows everything. Brendan, I'm going to sum up this entire movie in less than 30 seconds. All right, ready? The Hungry Rabbit jumps. Oh, you got you nailed it. Okay, yep. but in a same, well, it's quite simple. If you look here at my whiteboard, no, no, Michelle, come back. I want to know about Cold Fusion. <laughs> All right, so I just think to a so sane it, person, an insane person like Nick Cage would take a lot longer than that to explain it. By the, okay, so okay, okay, honey, remember right. when you got raped? Okay, let's start there. <laughs> <laughs> now, really think about that. Do you remember the smell? Okay, I watch. <laughs> okay, guys, when I just this? said, guys, I'm a little 
concerned right now because when I said that line about, okay, honey, you remember when you got raped? My Google thing was just like, okay, I'll remember that. <laughs> got a reminder for you. <laughs> I'm a little scared of what I just told it to remember. It's going to remind you about tax day. Ha! Yikes. Nailed it. Yikes. Right. So... So then we go to uh, Marsh's wake, and uh, hey guys, did you know Ellen Marsh was Irish as fuck? No. Because this, okay, I made a lot of fun of uh, Cole Meany's character oh, in Next Steven's Generation so when we were rewatching mean, it. So Good old mean. Miles Pettycake O'Brien. That is not you... his middle name! <laughs> hey Steve, hey Steve, you were being a real Cole Meany. So meany. That was me. (laughs) But guess what? I didn't do this wake. I didn't have every Irish stereotype show up and give a fucking speech. I didn't have them refer to the departed as a redheaded bastard. I didn't have drinking whiskey by the gallon. There's a a line about the departed? I mean, you know, the the dead guy that they're there for. Old Marshy. Oh, Marshy I thought there was Marsh, a... Marsh. Oh, okay. I thought you meant there was a line where some guy was like, also, the movie The Departed? Fuck that movie! <laughs> it's Fuck like, that what? insensitive prick! <laughs> um, d- also, just to just to put the icing on the cake, the picture of him is just him flipping off the camera. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but I'm like, wow, this week is Irish as fuck. <laughs> like, what are we what are we watching, The Wire or some shit here? What? And then, like, somebody, like, hints at that, like, he's from the old country... Marshy, Ooh. and that uh, like he, uh, and then like, and it's also sort of hinted at that he might have spent time in like a POW camp. Oh yeah, because he was an investigative reporter and all that. But so uh, that old redheaded bastard Marshy, uh, he starts. <laughs> Nick Cage starts talking with his drinking buddies, and they're all getting shit-faced. And he's like, oh, yeah, but he hid a bunch of his research that he was doing and, like, uh, some secret files or something. Oh, by the way, we know you're, like, a cop or something. <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah, so it's like, well, uh, what is, what, like, is anything they said to him true? Or? Yeah. Anyway, no time for that, because now he's being chased by the, the Hungry Rabbit guys. I don't know. Mm. But yeah, the, Simon, Simon's people are chasing after him and uh, like a chase through the freeway. And then he like drops down like under to another level of the freeway. Yeah, there's a pretty hilarious car collision. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. OK, so when uh, the one truck like almost runs over Nick Cage, the, oh, like geez. whoever that stunt guy is, I hope he got paid double because yeah. he got like hit in the ass with a truck. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, but uh, so yeah, he, he narrowly escapes death. Uh, the guy chasing him, though, he does not. He gets splatted. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is when we get an ad, thanks to uh, Tubi, for Febreze car pads. <laughs> uh, or, or car pods. Car pods, that's it. And I'm like, hey, did you just run over some dude in the streets of New Orleans? Throw in one of these Febreze things and neutralize that scent. Or head over to FrankieandMurr.com. That's FrankieandMurr.com <laughs> to find some essential oils. Use code Yeah, Venus. aromatherapy made fun. You could spray some spray the bitch away. Ah, bah, bah, bah. Spray the fatal wounds away. Use promo code Venus at checkout. That's like penis, but with a V and a U. That, it is, Venus is not spelled like penis, guys. No, I said with a V and a U. I mean, three out of five mm. letters ain't bad. Yeah. All right, so back into the it's movie. Like that meatloaf song. Because three out of five letters ain't bad. Exactly, you nailed it. <laughs> yeah. So we got cut to January Jones. Uh, she's just, you know, 
having a day with her violin or something and uh mm-hmm. some cops walk up and they're like uh miss uh miss cage or i don't know whatever uh, gerard uh <laughs> nick cage's wife yes um <laughs> yeah yeah come, come with us we got some new evidence about uh your husband and blah 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 oh, oh my gosh are you gonna what? free my husband yeah, just get in the car. We're totally going to exonerate okay. him and stuff. Just oh, get in the car. You look like the officers who were working my just, case before. Just, just get in the car, please. Oh, okay. I hey. totally trust strange men now after all my experiences. <laughs> oh, I almost forgot something. Pepper spray, bitches! Yeah! Sets off the pepper spray in the car while she's still in it. And I'm like, well, she you're all blind now. <laughs> But I will say that this part, I was like, oh, the rest of the movie is going to be her getting kidnapped and Nick Cage trying to save her. So when she pepper sprayed and like got out, I was like, oh, okay. I like that. Different (laughs) turn. Guess what? Guess what? We're not going to hear from her for another like 20 minutes of the movie. (laughs) True. So uh, then we find Nick Cage. He's just wandering around the New Orleans post where uh, old Marshy (laughs) used to work. Just running around at night, going through things, no security whatsoever. No, and him being an English teacher finally comes into play. That's right. The uh, lady's like, now if you hyphenate a word, do you you capitalize both both first letters or just the first first one? And he's like, something, something, noun, something. (laughs) Don't do it if it's like... Something, something, noun, subjugate. Homeland Security. So eventually he does find the information he's looking for. um, And it's like, okay, great. And then the lady who he he gladly helped with her hyphenation question totally narks on him. Like, hey, there. Oh, fucking narks. There was some guy like 20 minutes ago going through old Marshy shit after we did. (laughs) But I never seen him around. Yeah, because I think she like she asked him for help. And then after a second, she's like. Wait a second, why are you at that dead dude's desk? <laughs> Could you describe the man? Well, you know that guy who was drunk and yelling in the streets in the French Quarter the other day about his T-Rex skull? Looked a lot like him. <laughs> you know that dude who tried to steal the Declaration of Independence? Wait. You know that guy who wrote that collection of poetry called <gasps> Memories? <gasps> oh, the best scene in cinema. That's right. Uh, so they, yeah, so we go to uh, he goes to like a nearby hotel and basically steals somebody's coat and car keys. <laughs> well, he steals Alan Marsh's coat. I thought because I okay. was confused. I was confused by all that. No, nope, no, nope. no. He just wandered into a hotel, wandered into a coat yep. room. By the way, unattended. Uh, just grabs a. Co- he, he's like filling around for a coat that has car keys in it, and then it, and but, like uh, the valet tag, and then yeah, he's gone. Yeah, but doesn't uh, he... so also here I ha- I have a problem with the accuracy of this movie at this point. What? <laughs> he's wearing what? a t shirt. Are you sure is? And he's wearing a button up over that t shirt. Sure Already too many layers in New Orleans. Yep. I don't care what time of the year it is. Indeed. He's got a flannel over that. Then he puts on a fucking wool like a uh, fur coat. That man is dead. That man has <laughs> roasted in his own juices. Mmm. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just really confused at this part because he's in... Yeah, like you said, he does take the stolen car. The valet gives him the car. Does he not find the receipts in the car? Like the receipts that no, tell no, him that Alan was... Out, no, he took them out, uh, out of the desk and he shoved them in his pocket. Okay, because I must have like looked away for a second because when I looked, I thought he, uh, I thought he um, took them out of the dashboard. And I was like, wait, how the fuck is that Alan's car? 
No, he yeah, pulls them okay. out of his pocket and then he like yeah. lays them on the dashboard to start <laughs> trying to okay. figure them out. Okay, yeah, that so, was yeah, confounding. So, so then he finds the receipts for like a storage unit uh, at some gas station. It's a apparently. gas station, yeah, yeah. Because he doesn't know about the storage unit until the uh, the the old gas station attendant narks on him. That's right. He's like a lot of narking. Hey, you know this guy, Alan Marsh? Yeah, he uh, would come fishing out here with his boat. Actually, he still keeps the boat in Unit Twenty Two, and I'm like, you do not tell random strangers oh, this bullshit. Yeah, he owes me a lot of money. You think I could also? Also, he's the only one using a storage locker, right? Because how do you remember that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think he's down there in number 22. Wow, that's a, what I was waiting for is when he takes the car back there and bashes in the door right? to check it out. I wanted it to be the wrong one so bad. Like, there's like a Mardi Gras float or some shit in there. Oh, sorry, maybe that, was, maybe that was 21. <laughs> there's like some dude living in there with his hoarded goods. And you're like, whoa, what the fuck's going on, man? Oh, sorry, do you know who Alan Marsh is? Yeah, he's two doors down. <laughs> he took me fishing once. Wait, I'm Alan Ma. You want Alan Marsh. That's two doors down. <laughs> I'm Alan Mars. I'm Alan Marsh with one L. You're looking for Alan Marsh with two L's. Oh, my bad, Al. Oh, wait, why did I do Dick Cage's voice like him? <laughs> he's undercover. That's right. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so he searches the boat that's in the little storage thing, uh, and I don't know, finds a CD collection. Cool. That's <laughs> uh, about this time the cops show up because the guy, the guy who owns the gas station who got bribed with two hundred bucks or whatever, right. immediately like glanced over and was like, "I don't like that shit. Don't I don't like that shit, shit one bit." Well, didn't he drop see a dime the... on this guy? Didn't he see it like on TV or in the newspaper or something? Oh, oh, yeah, that's right. The guy dropped off the newspapers yeah. and Nick Cage was on the front cover. Which, by the way, the, front page. the newspaper works fucking fast. Right? Well, you know, they killed one of their own. Yeah, I'm just saying, like, that, that I mean, that was pretty quick. <laughs> it just <laughs> happened. Journalist justice. Woo! <laughs> Coming this fall. Yeah. Remember when newspapers uh, were a thing? <laughs> vaguely. So long ago. Yeah. It was 82 years ago. <laughs> and I can still smell the paint. Mm, nothing nothing beats the smell of ink on paper. <laughs> nothing, not, nothing. No, no how. So, <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, cops show up. There's a little bit of a chase. Uh, Nicholas Cage tries to outrun a train. Doesn't quite make it. Oh, slams no. on the brakes the last second. And then he turns around and decides he's going to play chicken with a cop. Uh, he wins, and the cop is nearly decapitated. <laughs> yep. Also, that police officer is terrible at driving. How did he? How did he become an officer? He did not pass the driving test. Yep. Uh, so eventually, Nicholas Cage uh, gets away in this stolen Escalade, uh, which luckily plays VCDs because he throws in oh one of the God. CD collections. It's got a CDR in it. Apparently, that works with its fucking touchscreen. <laughs> Yeah. And it has the slideshow all pulled up to reveal that. Yeah, isn't it nice that Marshy yeah. made himself a slideshow of the bad guys? <laughs> For future reference, I know I personally enjoy making slideshows of my enemies. Yeah, the, the thing that Wait really got second. me was that it was like Star Wipes. Wait a second, Steve. Who's that in the picture? I think I recognize him from earlier in the film. Oh, well, that's Simon, uh, the guys that were uh, chasing him, and holy shit, it's Buddy! <gasps> his ba- his buddy, who's also a teacher, uh, was an Oz, but... The one who keeps mysteriously appearing at just the right time? Yep. 
so yeah, so apparently uh, he goes to see his buddy. And of course, his buddy's like, what? Okay, yeah, I joined, you know, 15 years ago when my brother was killed and the police weren't going to do shit. Hashtag Black Lives Matter. But then he's like, but then, you know, I I, 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 I had to do it to get out, you know. I, they, they, they pull you in, man. It's what they do. Mm-hmm. And this is when the next ad comes up for Arby's $1 root beer floats. <laughs> and I'm like, damn, I could go for root beer float oh, right about now. Yeah. Thanks. $1. Thanks, Tubi. <laughs> Fucking Arby's. <laughs> oh, babe, let's go get some Arby's. Yep. And right after that, it was also suggested, hey, do you have more than a dollar from Arby's floats? Call us at Canvas Annuities. <laughs> we'll what? set up your retirement for you. Oh, yep. Jesus Christ. So wait, yeah. they, they advertised Arby's to you and then annuities. Did they think you were a 70-year-old man? Apparently. <laughs> Maybe. I mean... They're onto us, babe. Our ads are really strange because sometimes they think we're 70-year-old men. And then, like, today, oh, conservatively, God. 97% so, tampon commercials. So many tampon commercials watching The Last <laughs> Witch Hunter. And I gotta it's like, say, yeah, well... <laughs> I, got, I gotta say, too, um, not only my ads that are skewed, but it's, like, my recommendations. So I'll watch something and it's like, hey, do you want to watch RoboCop 3 or Shawshank Redemption? <laughs> <laughs> obviously awesome. robocop 3 <laughs> the one no steve you hey, just watched have, it have to do with officers ah. <laughs> i did just watch Shawshank redemption and it's fucking amazing you guys are right it i thought you were gonna be like time i thought you were gonna be like guys if you guys haven't seen it i recommend it <laughs> guys i don't know if you've heard of this one it kind of got <laughs> hidden behind things like pulp fiction and forrest gump yeah, totally. <laughs> but yeah, so anyway, back to the movie. Uh, that's right. His buddy's name is Guy. That's right. Oh, Jesus. Guy pulls a gun on him. <laughs> Do you think it was weird uh, with Guy Pierce having to call him Guy? Yeah, yeah, I'm sure it was a real weird uh, inception thing. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I would feel... It's like whenever I, feel... I have to call somebody Steve, it's like, yeah. no, wait, I'm Steve. Yeah, no, I have a I, I had a former uh coworker with the same first name as me and I was like, I don't like Brenda? this. Can I give you a nickname? <laughs> Brenda McBrenderson? I just called him BK because of his initials. Yeah, Burger King. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, and I said <laughs> And I and because I was uh uh young at the time and this was the stuff I watched, I was like, Got any coops? Going to the BK Lounge. <laughs> boo, boo, boo. Uh, Dane Cook, you were so funny anyway, to me one uh, time. Nicholas Cage gets a gun pulled on him. <laughs> yeah. No, it's okay. I was just saying that at one point I actually enjoyed watching Dane Cook, and it was a weird time in my life. Please go on. <laughs> we all remember when Employee of the Month was a thing. <laughs> Do we? And, Do we? Uh, and Good Luck Chuck, and uh, there, was sure there was another a, a, one. You know what's wild? I was actually talking to someone about Employee of the Month for some fucking reason. And there was another movie called that, but apparently it's like a much better, much different movie. And I, I, I want to watch it now. <laughs> Doppelganger Month. That's right. Come on. <laughs> Same name, different movie. Yeah. Also a future month coming. Prepare yourselves. Oh. <laughs> well, I will say, if you want to throw that one in, apparently they are very different. One's like a one-hour photo, and the other one's a Dane Cook movie. Oh God! <laughs> yeah. We weirdly enough, the they two. Okay. weirdly enough they both have Dane Cook though. <laughs> oh shit! Weird. 
No, no. <laughs> he was trying to go for a serious role, you know, after after his role in American Gods. He's in American Gods? For like two minutes. <gasps> oh, American Gods is so good. Guys, go watch American Emmy. Gods. I mean, to be fair, guys. To be fair. To be fair. Um, he kind of won the battle with Louis C.K. <laughs> Uh, what is Dane Cook directed? Because I'm Lucy just saying, has Pootie Tang. No, I'm just saying that one of them turned out to be pretty awful. Yeah, and the other one's Louis C.K. Wait, what? Uh, beep, beep, beep. Let's just back <laughs> up a bit. Uh, so we cut to uh, Nick Cage calling up Simon. Oh, that's right. Some ra- the guy pulled a gun on him. Nick Cage subdued him. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Hungry Rabbit jumps. Blah blah blah. Uses his cell phone to call Simon and basically be like, "Meet me at the Superdome at Monster Jam." <gasps> Oh, wait, before that, before they go to the Superdome, were they at the same abandoned mall from the hurricane heist? Uh, no, because that was in Florida somewhere. Okay, because that mall looked fucking identical. Like the malls look the same. same. (laughs) Oh, really? Oh, not, I mean, mean, not really here um, in Canada, but. American malls are all built by Westfield, as far as I can tell. I think in Canada they're all made out of, they're like log cabins or something. Yeah, and they definitely all have uh, maple syrup shops in them. Well, yeah, all the stereotypes are correct. <laughs> it's all uh, all denim jacket stores. and Yeah, you're right about all... everything. Maple syrup, yeah. free legal weed, I get it. Free health care. Yeah. <laughs> weed, free health care. Jobs like for all. everyone, competent leaders. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <sighs> Gross, Masks, eh? You know. so, so anyway, Monster Jam. Um, <laughs> that was, oh, that no, was a Jimmy... weird thing. Jimmy is the buddy's name. Okay. Yeah, Jimmy. 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 Stop changing it, uh, Steve. Because well, <laughs> while Nick Cage is uh, at Monster Jam, uh, Jimmy goes to see Trudy. Who's Trudy? It's yeah. uh, the friend, the uh, Dexter sister, right? Dexter sister. Yeah. Okay. Wait, isn't that who he went to see? Yeah, I think I think that's I wife. think you got that right. Oh, that's right. Yeah, he he goes to Dexter's sister to find out where the wife is. And, of course, she's like, oh, yeah, uh, she's at Lafitte's waiting for Nick Cage for whatever reason. So, boom, she gets snagged up. And then, uh, guy. so Guy Pierce is walking around Monster Jam and Nick Cage calls him to give him directions or whatever. And I'm like, you realize you're get, calling him on a cell phone in the Superdome with thousands of people around and monster trucks. I'm just waiting for the, all right, now go to the men's room. What? What? I, I, you're breaking up. Hello? And yeah, I mean, go to the men's room. We, yeah. we have to call attention to the instructions he gives them because he's like, all right, take a leak. Now buy a hot dog. Yeah. Can I wash my hands first? No. No, don't wash your fucking hands. You see, you see that? You see that defenseless woman standing there? I need you to punch her in the gut really hard and say, Puka! Then stick the hot dog in your butt. And do it like a bear. <laughs> Stick the hot dog in your butt like a bear? (laughs) (laughs) That's a t-shirt. That is a t-shirt. Stick it in your butt like a bear. Stick it in your butt like (laughs) a bear. Then do it like a bear. The newest trending hashtag on Twitter. That's a long ass hashtag. Okay, how about hashtag in your butt like a bear? (laughs) Butt bear. Butt bear. Ooh, bear butt. Bear bo- oh, bear bottom. <gasps> bear bottom. The, what, what was it? What's in Great Outdoors? The the bear bottom bear? Oh, fuck. Is that who John Candy plays? <laughs> Watch the Great Outdoors, everybody. 
Let's see, where were we? Oh yeah, so yeah, eventually like uh, Nick Cage shows Guy Pierce a video, mm-hmm. and Guy Pierce gets a call and he's like, "Hold on a sec, I gotta take this." Yeah, yeah, did you get her? Cool. Yeah, here's a picture of your wife. We have her now. Hey, let's go to the abandoned mall next door and uh, sort this shit out. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> And then, and then there is a there is a line here that I thought I was like, is, are they trying to reference Chinatown? Because there's a line where um, is it? You said it's Jimmy, right? Yeah, yeah. Jimmy goes, "This is New Orleans. That's how it's gonna be." It's like this movie's forget it, Jake. It's Chinatown. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was so, like, holy shit, is this gonna end dark like Chinatown? I, I mean, it began pretty dark like Chinatown. That's true. But yeah, so yeah, Guy Pierce starts monologuing, and of course Nicolas Cage is like, you're insane! And of course that causes him to monologue even more. Mm. Uh, but then, uh, right before, I don't know, Nick Cage is about to get popped, Jimmy jumps in, and he's like, no, run! And then Jimmy gets <laughs> capped a couple times, so he's dead. And then there's a big fight all over the mall, and up and down the escalators, and off the edges. You kids need to be careful. And then uh, Simon gets the drop on Nick Cage, has the gun pointed at him. Pow, pow, pow. January Jones to the rescue. Shoot Simon. And that's the other part where I was like, oh, fuck, I wasn't expecting that. That's cool. Yeah, I didn't didn't think she had the gun back. Apparently she bought multiple guns without letting the husband know. She bought an armory. As is tradition. Steve, how many guns do you think I would own before you caught on? Three. At least three? At least three. Guys, how many guns do you think I could own before you guys catch on? Oh, I mean, as far as I know, like, your bed is made out of guns. Oh, shit, so you have caught on. He does have that (laughs) throne made out of them, that's for sure. I mean, yeah. (laughs) I'm literally sitting in my gun throne right now. (laughs) Don't worry, it's not loaded. Oh, yeah, not this time. <laughs> we just celebrated Canada Day, so it's <laughs> so I am fresh out of bullets. <laughs> yeah, so uh so like all right, cool, everybody's dead. This is going to be great. And then Lieutenant Durden shows up and they're like, "Fuck, we're going to jail." <gasps> oh, fuck. But then Lieutenant Durden's like, uh all right, uh what it looks like happened here is this guy went crazy <laughs> and killed everybody and then killed himself. Is that what it looks like to you? All right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, you should you you should uh you should join us. We we could use a good guy like you here in the Hungry Rabbit Jumps society or whatever the fuck. And uh, of course Nick Cage is like, "No, it's okay. I'm uh, going to be a teacher." <laughs> sure you are. Also, um he was also like, "Wait a second, Lieutenant Durden. Is your first name Tyler? Cuz I want to make sure we're not the same person." <laughs> right. That's the twist. <laughs> Nick Cage broke himself out of prison and killed oh, all the shit. people. Oh, yeah. shit. Yeah. Uh, so then we cut to news exposition where they talk about four dead people found in the mall. <laughs> and I'm like, that wouldn't even be mentioned in New Orleans news. Sorry, guys. Yeah. <laughs> there's there's so many shootings in a day. It's Okay, a true story. The one night I spent... In, uh, in St. Louis on a business trip. I was watching the news that night. And it was 13 separate shootings in East St. Louis. Did you say St. Isn't that in Missouri? Uh, well, East St. Louis is in Illinois. Oh. Uh, but, but yeah, yeah. Okay, oh, sorry. I thought you were saying that you were in uh, New Orleans or you were in Louisiana. 
Well, no, I, no, I, it's I mean, St. Louis. No, you, yeah, sorry. You, no, no, you said St. Louis. I just thought you were going to tell tell a story that you were in Louisiana and you heard about a bunch of shootings. Oh yeah, well, yeah, that's they, they got shootings there every day too. But yeah, I just East St. Louis, thirteen shootings in one Friday night. And it Guys, was like, yeah, I don't want to okay. live here like ever. You, you, you'd be okay. You tough, right? Yeah, you'd be all right. And then, uh, oh, uh, and in other news, Will Gerard was found completely innocent. Uh, when this video was found of some dude who was really listed as a suicide. So I don't even know why. Oh, that's right. He was a journalist. That's why he's on the news. Uh, what else is going on now? <laughs> oh, oh God. Yes. And the footage says, Oh, uh, where obviously Mr. Marsh was attacking Mr. Gerard and fell over the side. And I'm like, Oh, so Alan Marsh is now <laughs> the attacker yeah. and he deserved to die. Oh yeah. shit. That is a twist I did not see coming. That's how they're spinning that story. Jeez. The last moment of the movie, though, Steve. Yeah? What happens, Brent? Well, Nick Cage is like, you know, I'm going to give all this uh, research Alan did to his buddy that I met at that wake. And then he gives it to him. And then the guy goes, thanks. I appreciate it. Turns around and says, the hungry rabbit jumps. Am I right? <gasps> Whoa! credits they're fucking everywhere man who are you allow me to introduce myself (laughs) i'm the man of wealth and fame Uh... ladies and gentlemen seeking justice brendan would you recommend this movie no (laughs) izzy would you recommend this movie this is not the worst nick cage movie it is not this movie is not terrible yeah and so i would say yes because this is a great movie to have on in the background while you're like (laughs) doing something else but like it's interesting (laughs) enough that you'll like keep looking up i'm sorry you (laughs) want it playing in the background while you're doing something else because you enjoy a rape plot line plot line plot line yeah (laughs) throughout your uh throughout your cooking or whatever you're doing yeah okay (laughs) Wait, can I just, <laughs> I know I simply said no, but yeah, I just want to add to that a little bit. Um, <laughs> this movie is, uh, yeah, it's not, the, it's not the worst. I mean, I haven't seen as many Nick Cage movies as you guys, obviously. So I, I, although out of the ones I've seen might be the worst Nick Cage movie I've seen so far. But I, again, I haven't seen a ton of like his straight to video stuff. So and I'm sure there's something out there you. that's much worse. Um, <laughs> But I will say, uh, I, I don't know, like, it's something about it, like, the last half of the movie especially, it just got so boring because he was just doing detective shit, and I also feel like he wasn't Crazy Cage enough. He was just Sad yeah. Cage. Yeah, he, he was still, and this was only, like, a year after, like, Sorcerer's Apprentice and stuff, so this was, like, the first of the, quote-unquote, like, straight-to-DVD stuff he was doing. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I feel like... <laughs> I feel like they were trying to edit the movie together and they realized they had kind of a piece of shit. <laughs> and so it's like, well, yeah. all right, well, well, we'll just let people fill in their own things. Uh, this doesn't have to make sense. Just get it out there. What's that? We got to do reshoots. Why? Oh, Jennifer Carpenter. We got to cut 45 minutes of a scenes out. <laughs> I'm already making a movie of piss. Rosin's called November Man. I don't even know what it's about. <laughs> and I've seen, <laughs> and I've seen the dailies every single day. <laughs> What do you mean the writer's already on to his being a cinematographer for his next documentary? (laughs) Yeah, but I I can say one thing. Easily the best performance I've seen from January Jones. 
I liked her in this movie, honestly. She's um, all right, yeah. And I do, and I, I really do like Jennifer Carpenter. I think she's she was oh. so good in Dexter, and I wanted to see more of her. Yeah, yeah, she she's great. Uh, I like yeah. her in Quarantine. Um, yeah, Cell, Cell, <laughs> Brawl in Cell Block 99, she's good for the four minutes she's in it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, she just pops and, and, up uh, things. <laughs> I mean, Guy Pierce was fine, but he's kind of sleepwalking. You could tell he doesn't give a shit. Yeah, he's and Nick Cage, is, Nick Cage is just sad. Yeah, he needed to be wilder, especially towards the end. Yeah, I just wasn't enough like it wasn't enough like uh, Crazy Cage. Nick Cage and Guy Pearce should have switched roles. Y- yes, yeah, but they only 100%. had Guy Pearce for like three days. I'm guessing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, he disappeared for like half the movie, right? Yeah, or a lot of phone calls and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, I will say though that like describing this movie. I almost convinced myself that I did have a fun time watching it because the plot sounds insane when you talk about it. Oh, but absolutely. the execution of it was just kind of, eh, eh, eh. True, true. Well, we're going to take a quick commercial break. <gasps> and when we come back, Ooh. we have more beer. Yeah. Fun facts. <gasps> and what we learn from seeking justice. <gasps> How'd it get burned? One man trying to make a difference. These rats could help us find the cures to literally all disease and ailments. They're also my friends. I've even taught them to sign, and I can understand them. (laughs) Oh, Snuggles, you're too much. But doing good can come at a cost. I don't understand. Snuggles is growing at a tremendous rate! What's the serum VX8? No. No, no, that was an experimental growth hormone for plants that helped cure world hunger, but... If it was injected into Snuggles, who did this? Dr. Caster Goodspeed, you... work for us. You need to remember that. Your creations... are our creations. What have you done? What have you put this into? I've changed the world. There are reports of a dragon in the swamps of New Orleans. That's not a dragon. That's a chameleon with bat wings. Jub Jub. You injected Jub Jub? He's gone! Snuggles is gone! There are now also reports of a giant nutria terrorizing Canal Street. That's Snuggles. We have to get to the French Quarter. Snuggles, it's okay. It's me. I'm your friend. What are you so afraid of? No. Not the bees. Not the bees! Academy Award winner Nicholas Cage Academy Award winner Marissa Tomei Academy Award winner Christopher Walken Alright, alright, alright I heard you had some vermin that needs some exterminating and Academy Award winner Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> 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 
From the director of San Andreas, Rampage, and Cats and Dogs, The Revenge of Kitty Galore. What do you say, Snuggles? Let's take them out. You get the bee with porcupine quills and acid spit, and I'll get Jub Jub. Rat Cage. Coming this summer. Straight to DVD. Whoa! Have you ever watched a movie and thought to yourself, what were they thinking? Because we sure have. So much so that we named our podcast after it. What were they thinking? Starring me, Nathan. And Brendan. Every week we take a bad to questionable movie and unpack it so you don't have to. And then sometimes we ate your cues in our mailbag. No big whoop. Yeah, no big whoop at all. So that's what were they thinking. You can find us on your favorite podcatcher or follow us on the World Wide Web on Twitter and Instagram at WWTT Podcast. Who the hell says World Wide Web anymore? This guy. So, uh, yeah, see you soon. Wave at microphone. Nice to meet you. Hope you guess my name. And what's... Puzzling you is the nature of my game. <laughs> I fuck. I fucking love that song. Now it's in my head. <laughs> there are worse songs to be in your head. Oh, for yeah, sure. Like the uh, last witch hunter version of that song. Oh fuck that! Oh, oh no, no, who no, covered no, no, no. it? I guess it was painted black. It was painted black. Yeah, right. Oh no, who covered it? Ciara. Oh, okay. You know, did it have like? Was it like a pop song? No, it was. No, it was like okay, trying you, to be a soul you, song. You know, the, it, it um. came at the same time, so I'm going to compare it to the uh, California Dreamin' version from San Andreas. It was exactly like that. <laughs> oh God! Um, you know what's I funny about? You know what's kind of <laughs> kind of wild about Sierra? So, you like. She's like a fairly famous singer, right? Like people know yeah. who she is. Talent, yeah, yeah, yeah. talent she's, or no talent, she's whatever. Married to Russell Wilson, yeah. When when I went when I went to see um I went to an Aerosmith concert like years ago um up here in the Maritimes and she that was, was like <laughs> It wasn't that long ago. She was like the second or third opener and there was like hardly anyone in the crowd yet cuz I guess like she wasn't even really like anyone yet, right? And it's just wild to think back on that because I was like right by the stage, and now she'd probably have like you know tons of security and shit. I remember going to the uh, Utah State Fair one year. Oh, God, I was probably twelve, I want to say, so forever ago. Mm-hmm. And Corn uh, was playing there. Yeah. <laughs> and, they, and and they were just on like the uh, I don't know they weren't on like the big stage or whatever. Like this, this would have been like. 92 93 like right before they hit i was like oh corn with a k that's clever did they bring their uh mystery machine doubt it oh i'm just talking about their guest appearance <laughs> on south park, park. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, when i was in daycare uh one of our teachers would 
would always listen to the country station and they were like hey we're on location at the new jack-in-the-box and it was happened to be literally right across the street from the daycare so the teacher our teacher was like hey you guys want to take like a little walking field trip over and go meet uh pat and tom the morning djs and we're like you know like nine like yeah yeah it's like summer of course we do so we go over and uh apparently kenny chesney was had uh stopped by just to say hi because he was in town oh shit Hmm. wait did you say (laughs) did you say daycare and you you were like nine yeah it was like during summer my mom worked oh. at, my mom was like the principal it was like a corporate daycare oh okay okay yeah, it I was went up, say- up to uh age 12 okay like after school care summer care gotcha because when i when i hear daycare i just i think of like the <laughs> what comes before like kindergarten so i was re- oh, i was thoroughly confused preschool yeah we we i think we call it daycare up here so day, daycare, yeah, daycare is just somebody to watch your children because you can't leave your children home in the U.S. Yeah, school under the age of twelve. <laughs> no, no, I'm just, 14? I'm just saying in in Canada we use like daycare and preschool kind of interchangeably. Oh, okay, yeah, here it's yeah. different. Like you can have a daycare that does not teach preschool. This one happened to be Montessori because okay. you know I was raised by hippies. So Montesanto. No, Montessori. <laughs> you know, we're like, you don't now have... Now it's Monsanto. You don't have square paper, you have round paper, because you don't want to, like, be inhibited by corners and... Oh, wow. Or they don't okay. trust you with sharp edges. <laughs> Just saying, if you're in daycare at nine years old. Yeah. Not all of us have 175 <laughs> relatives to watch us. That's true. <laughs> Steve, did you go to preschool or daycare? Nope. although watching hoarders i uh, started to realize you know what i was babysat by a hoarder when i was a kid there was a reason they didn't want me to go in the basement i remember going in that basement and finding the piles of clothes and thinking oh that looks like fun so so i'm guessing that when you uh when you saw the the visit and they were told not to go in the basement you're like oh no they were closed down there (laughs) exactly (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and then when the guy smeared the poop, hey, you know what? We're good. Where else are they going to keep their expired cans of cream corn? Well, <laughs> in the wrestling pit, of course. I mean, poop on someone's face is one thing, but expired cream corn, I mean, you're taking it too far here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's just an affront against God. And we're back. Oh my God, Steve and Izzy. Those are the greatest ads that ever added in the history of adding. Oh my god, he said it! I did! Hmm. Man, <clears throat> I feel like I've been talking about this hour and 22 minute movie or whatever the fuck it is for a while. Uh, <laughs> you thirsty, babe? I am. Let's Would you see. have uh, some sort of delicious, refreshing beverage and or something that might just get me drunk enough to forget this uh, whole conversation? Yeah, well, looks like we got from North north coast brewing old rasputin the russian imperial stout nine percent alcohol by volume <laughs> Woo! Right, just great this love machine. Shop here. there was a cat Woo! Oh, my top oh 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 i'm just a little poor here steve 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 kondrick utah's greatest love machine Woo! shit By the way, by the way, Brendan, thanks for singing "Over the Poor." No problem. Here's a lovely little so, tune, though. Oh, sorry. <laughs> you okay, babe? I mean, you could just cut my just, audio. Just, just follow it. 
you're trying to communicate. Hold on, my wife's going to drown in uh, the most delicious beverage she's ever had. <coughs> Sorry, it was all ahead. I just I just yeah. sucked so much head right now. Yeah. <laughs> Over to a being the greatest lover. So yeah, older oh, ass mutant. Here we oh, go. Oh, this is a delicious Ooh. beer. Nice. The head tastes of rich mahogany. Mm. It smells like leather-bound books. I was going to say, and the beer tastes like very important leather-bound books. Uh, I mean, you know, if that if that whole conversation was a beer. Yeah, this uh, nice chocolatey mm-hmm. uh, dryer. You might think, I think it's just because it's 9% alcohol by volume. But oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah just like coffee not... and chocolate. And... Yeah, like dark chocolate, coffee, delicious. Yeah, check it out now. Yeah. This is like a recipe. jet black beer. It's got a dark brown foamy head that is delicious. Mm-hmm. Brendan, what are you drinking? I'm just drinking a Bud, Buds. Boo! Mm. No to InBev! You guys run out of Molson up there? <laughs> I actually don't I actually don't really uh I don't really enjoy Molson all that much. Fun fact We actually have no confirmation <laughs> he is Canadian. I mean It's he, actually an interesting tidbit. He doesn't even okay. uh, put maple syrup on his lobsters. I don't like lobster. <laughs> yeah, definitely not Canadian. Oh my god, can't be talking like that around these parts. You know what, guys? I'm actually going to join you on that theory that I may not be Canadian. Because <laughs> I also don't like hockey. Well, I, that's understandable, but... I, 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 well, you know, I do pray to Brendan Fraser at the altar, so maybe I am Canadian. Is he Canadian? He is wonderful. Yeah. Wait, did you say Brendan Fraser or Benton Fraser? Can't Brendan Fraser. Both? Can't it be both? <laughs> Who the fuck is Benton Fraser? Uh, Benton Fraser, the Royal Canadian Mounted Police. He's on a mission to find his father's killer. Uh, how's what? it go, babe? Oh, he. Uh, did you never watch Do South? Oh, you know what? I'm really disappointed. Brendan Fraser was born in. Oh, it says he's an American Canadian actor. I think he was born in America, but then moved to Canada when he was just a baby. He's an expat. As a baby, he knew. He was the son. He's an anchor baby. He was. He was born. He was born in Indiana, Indiana, but to two Canadian parents. Ah. And he holds dual citizenship. He's trying to get that anchor baby status. Mm. Fine, I'll go with uh, Mike Myers. You can't put serial killers on your list. Yeah, Yeah, he's from Illinois, dude. (sighs) Fun fact. By the way, babe, Steve, would you mention some more fun facts? Only if they're super fun facts, because they're fun, fun facts. All Got right. any interesting tidbits? Uh, let's find out. We don't deal in those. All right, first we run a fact. clean podcast here. That's right. Oh, Steve. sorry. It's just it's just that they're legal in Canada, so I guess you guys wouldn't know about that. <laughs> yeah, but you're not Canadian, so we can't even guarantee that information. <laughs> I didn't say I was, but I still live here. <laughs> I'm an anchor baby. <laughs> Get that drop. All right. <laughs> oh, oh, I thought you were plugging the podcast platform Anchor for a moment. Now, at the end of every uh, four screen and country promo, it's going to end with, I'm an Anchor Baby! <laughs> and no explanation after that. Just that line. Explanation? Mm-hmm. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes, guys. Brennan, what do you think the critics thought 
of seeking justice. They probably didn't like it too much. I don't know. Uh, 20. Babe? Yeah, they're not going to like this movie. Although, I mean, it's going to sound absolutely fucking awful because it is. Critics like movies where women get raped. They wait. do. As vengeance wait, a love wait, story is. Wait, wait. I I spit on your grave is the is the exception to that rule. <laughs> so I'm gonna say forty five. Twenty eight percent with the critics. Woo! But they don't matter. What about that audience score? <laughs> oh. Seventeen. Uh I feel like it's yeah, it can't be that much higher. Thirty? Thirty nine. Ah! Yeah. Guys. $17 million budget for this movie. <laughs> yeah. What? What? Yep. That I almost me too. <laughs> I almost spit out my beer just now. No joke. But guys, U.S. gross. Wait oh my for God. It. <laughs> and, and there's going to be two grosses here and you're going to have questions. But the okay. U.S. gross, <laughs> Four hundred and eleven thousand seven hundred and forty-six dollars. Oh, Holy shit! More than trespass. Gross. Fourteen point one million dollars. What? Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, make this it? was a hit. Literally anywhere else, I don't know. I was gonna say this, this crushed box office records in Lithuania. I guess. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> uh. Nick Cage is big in Tanzania. <laughs> The United Arab Emirates. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Who is this crazy man? Where it goes under the name Fast and Furious 8. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> oh, I see. 2011, that would have been... Yeah, Fast 5. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Uh, Seeking Furious. No. Uh, so actually, even worldwide, the... it still didn't break the bank. Yeah, yeah. They, they, they <laughs> lost money with this one. Fuck. <laughs> Uh, the movie's original title was <laughs> The Hungry Rabbit Jumps, of course. That's yeah. terrible. So what's a better title? Seeking Justice, I think. Yeah, yeah totally. Rape Vengeance. Oh, I didn't rape no. my wife! <laughs> Wait, what did you say, Izzy? I'm coming up with titles. I said I didn't rape my wife. Oh, no! That's a thoroughly confusing title. What do you mean? <laughs> It, it's very it's very declarative in its statement, and it intrigues you. Like, wait, nobody accused you of raping your wife, did they? And then you're drawn <laughs> into the story. The, the January Man. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh no! He should have done a movie. He should have done a movie for every month. <laughs> <laughs> Old boy, it's too. Like, it's like those goddamn uh, was it Valentine's Day and Mother's oh, Day. Boy. And- the title is Old Boy 2 Seeking Justice, and then they thought that'll be confusing. Oh, no! I thought you were going to say Old Boy 2 The Search for Curly Skull. <laughs> Sorry. I just remembered Old Boy and thought what, what that follow-up would be like. Probably sad. Um, and yeah, oh, like I remember mentioned, uh, the screenplay was on the 2009 blacklist uh, for, <sighs> yeah, best unmade scripts. And then they, I'm assuming, shed all over it. But, uh, guys, the real question is. How does it get burned? How did it get burned? No. Uh, what did we learn from Seeking Justice, a.k.a. The Hungry Rabbit Jumps? That it's the sequel to Old Boy. <laughs> Yeah, Nicholas, 
it, it's the uh what is it the the spiritual sequel to old boy where uh one very important thing at the end doesn't happen no it's not spiritual steve this isn't pay the ghost oh shit coming this week no. <laughs> um i i learned something but first uh steve i need you to do something for me what's that uh uh walk into the the room next to you and pick up a coat hanger Okay. okay, you got okay. you done that. Well, uh, okay. Okay. Yeah, there's one here in the closet. All right. uh, okay. Perfect. Um, now I want you to dial uh, the the nearest uh, pizza place. Uh, okay. Wait, with the coat hanger? Or? Uh, sure. Yeah. Um, with your phone. Don't be stupid, Steve. Come on. <laughs> okay. I'm just curious uh, why the coat hanger. Uh, it'll it'll come into play later. Uh, um, okay. Okay. You, you. Okay. It's ringing. What What, what are we doing? Okay. Now? Okay. Okay. Oh, now hang on, up. Sir. Now hang up the phone. Uh, okay. Bye. Click. Okay, okay, fit the coat hanger, or, like, around your legs, as if to hold them in place. To, to hold my legs in place, or the coat hanger? Yeah, yes, please. What? What is... Th- okay, now, do you see that hot dog on the microwave? Uh, yes. Okay, put it between your legs, pretend it's your wiener. <laughs> I mean, obviously, alright. Okay, uh, uh and, then, and then, and then take a bite while it's between your legs. Babe? Oh. Okay, and um, the number between five and eight is? Seven? Okay, perfect. Um, that's what I learned. Hot dog. All right. Uh, how about you, babe? Oh, this is not the worst Nick Cage movie. It's not. <laughs> and I just want to apologize, Steve. I know that, that all those uh, instructions seemed arbitrary and <laughs> leading to nothing. I just thought it would... Uh, live up to the spirit of the part in the movie oh it absolutely did absolutely um <laughs> oh i also, I also learned never select two forever bars if you're at a vending machine people may get yep. the wrong idea <laughs> also my uh, the other thing i did learn is that uh sad cage is my least favorite cage <laughs> yeah right bring back crazy cage <laughs> hey guys very serious question what would be in a forever bar hmm well, it's, obviously it's four ingredients. Is it dark chocolate? Is it white chocolate? Is it milk chocolate? Is it no chocolate at all? Is it all nougat? It's right. certainly gluten-free. It's gluten-free yeah. because we know it's okay. a health nut thing. Yeah, it's got peanuts in it. That's mm-hmm. a, not, 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 not like whole roasted peanuts or whatever. It's like that peanut paste. You know what? I like to think it's kind of chewy because the name Forever Bar suggests to me that it would take a while to eat it so i'm picturing at this point now like sort of like a payday yeah kind of like a payday yeah. meets a take five. Oh, okay. this sounds awful yeah <laughs> yeah I, definitely one of the layers is newspaper just like take five i like a take five bar yeah. uh we we don't have take five up here <gasps> it, i'm sorry uh cuckoo crisp or whatever what i don't know you were you were spouting off some coffee crisp Maybe. I, I don't know. I'm trying to remember our virtual campout that you can see in our past mini episodes. Jesus Christ. All right, here, I'm pulling up the Take 5 Barks. It's been a really fucking long time since I've had one, but they're delicious. Yeah, it's a chocolate, nougat, newspaper. No caramel. newspaper. I'm pretty sure there's newspaper in it. In fact, they but- rebranded it now as a Reese's Take 5. Oh. It has peanut butter, caramel, pretzels, peanuts, and chocolate. Hmm. Yeah, pretzels. Newspaper. I mean, we probably have something like... Similar to that, we just don't have uh, that brand. I'm sure it's great. It's the one that everybody thinks is a hundred is a hundred grand bar, but the hundred grand also, bars actually kind of suck. Also, don't have that. 
I yeah, also... Okay, they swapped the peanut butter for the Reese's peanut butter. So now it's got Reese's peanut butter, peanuts, pretzels, caramel, and chocolate. Five things, one bar. Reese's Five. peanut butter? What? Reese's. Um... <laughs> and, and I'm pretty sure uh, their main uh, sponsor, or sorry, their spokespeople are, uh, is the lead singer from Blues Traveler. John Hopper? I think he... Yeah, I think he's on every uh, Forever Bar. <laughs> Hi, I'm John Hopper, and I'm here for Forever Bar. <laughs> forever brings you back. <laughs> Fucking love that song. All right. I'm telling you no lie. The who brings you back. Oh, that you can rely. I see a Grammy in our future. And second a grampy in, too. And Tanner and Berlin, and a spinner to win, and begin to see what you mean to me. This MTV is not for free. It's so PC, it's killing me. So desperately sing the of love. Sure, I'll so rich and pain the pain. Okay, right. I'm sorry. Was part of that? <laughs> was part of that Anne Boleyn? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Look up the lyrics. Uh, okay. I also learned how not to react to someone who um, has been violently raped. Mm, yeah. Don't try immediately get in their pants. No, because somebody's <laughs> already been there. Don't be the sloppy seconds. <laughs> Holy fuck! Jesus. I am trying to explain it in words you men might understand. I'm afraid <laughs> you're gonna have to dumb it down. Keep it to five <laughs> words with five letters or less, please. <laughs> Keep it one hundred. Also, was this movie, like, I was trying to figure out, and I know it's, I don't think it has an official rating, because it was, like, straight to video or whatever, but was this PG-13? Because it didn't feel like an R-rated movie to me. Oh, it's R. Is it? It's gotta be. There wasn't that much, though. I mean, there's a rape scene, but I mean, it's mostly implied. Yeah, but, yeah. I don't think anybody ever dropped any Fs. Yeah, bro, I don't know, man. (laughs) Well, Brendan, thank you for joining us here on Everything I Learned From Movies. Uh, I understand you also have a podcast. Yes, it's a podcast where uh, me and my wife, Izzy, discuss movies. It's called Everything I Learned From... Oh, wait. What? <laughs> uh, nothing. Izzy, distract him. Um- <laughs> Steve. Titties! <laughs> oh, good thinking. Um, yes, I have two podcasts. Uh, one of them is called What Were They Thinking, which I co-host with uh, Nathan. And we talk about bad to questionable movies, mostly on the side of bad, but sometimes they dabble in questionable. Um that uh, podcast you can find on any podcatcher. Just search for What Were They Thinking? You can also find our home base at www.ttpodcast.podbean.com. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at www.ttpodcast. You can find us on Facebook as well. And we're also on Patreon, Redbubble, Public. Just search for us. You will find us. The other podcast I have is called For Screen and Country. And For Screen and Country is a podcast I host with my buddy Jason. We talk about the top 100 British films of all time, according to the British Film Institute. Uh, Each week we kind of roll the dice and pick a random, uh, we get a random movie on the list and talk about it. Uh, You can find that podcast on Twitter at BFI underscore pod. You can also find it on Facebook just by searching for Screen and Country. And Steve and Izzy have been on both shows. And I do want to say that um, they have so far are the only guests we've had on for Screen and Country. Yeah, how did it get burned? How did it get burned? Twice, by the way. Twice. That's right. Well, we we choose to forget one of those times. Yeah, Wicker Man, right? The other one. Do- <laughs> Do- Dr. Jivago reboot. 
Um, they will also be back for another movie. I won't say what it is, but uh, we're planning on uh, doing an episode together when a certain movie comes up on the dice. <laughs> and Steve, you, I think just a little hintsky, you said it's like one of your favorites. Oh, yeah. Definitely one yeah. of my... And, uh, what, what, it was the one I saw on the list when you first showed me, and I was like, ooh, I want to do that one. <laughs> and neither neither Jason or myself have seen it, so I'm really oh. ex- I'm really interested to do that one. You gentlemen are in for a treat, uh, but more later. Yes, thank you. <laughs> oh, oh, uh, excuse me. <laughs> Wait, you're not my character. Get out of here. Bealish. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I don't know what happened. <laughs> Babe, are you on social media at all? I am, possibly right at this moment. <laughs> possibly. <laughs> Yes, you can find me just about everywhere at Untidy Venus. I'm on Twitter, I'm on Instagram, I'm on Etsy. Follow me everywhere. I'm going to be having a couple of big sales, I think, right around the time this will be coming out. And uh, yeah, stock up on cool art. Hey, Steve. Yeah. Let's say I'm a little bit stressed out because I got pulled through my car window and brutally raped. I really wanted to relax. How hypothetical is this situation? Because... I mean, I'm I just want some you know forever what? bars. You know what? I just need to relax. Okay. What could I possibly do to help make my environment more more relaxing? I'm I've changed the locks. I bought a couple of guns. I didn't tell my husband oh, well. about the guns because it. Well, I guess since you've already done that, uh, I would head over to frankieandmer.com, the finest in essential oils and aromatherapy, where you can use the promo code Venus to save fifteen percent on your order. Uh, let's see for that particular situation. Ooh, Ooh, I see boy. here they've got some purple people pleaser. It's just lavender. Uh, that seems very uh, relaxing. I don't know if think about pleasing people in this particular I would, time. No, I was, I was going to... people who's pleased. Uh, oh, I was going to suggest I, spray, the, spray the bitch away. <laughs> well, uh, and I was just going to suggest focusing on staying alive. Yeah, staying <laughs> alive where... Uh, yeah. Uh, I'm not sure the ingredients that are in it, but they're oh, all... Oh, it says here it's got uh, cinnamon, rosemary, lemon, clove... Yeah, everything here is antimicrobial. That'll kill the the some of the germs in the air. Give a nice fresh feeling. Yeah, this is yeah. this is great. And yeah, Steve, yeah. and what was that? Uh, if I wanted to save fifteen percent off and help this podcast, well, it was that code wa- to save fifteen percent was Venus. That's a goddess that rhymes with penis. Uh, you know, just like the goddess, the, goddess of the, love. the Greek goddess of love, mm-hmm. uh, the purple people pleasing mm-hmm. goddess Venus. Yeah. Satellite of love. Hey, Steve, what if I want to save money on shipping? Oh, wait, yeah. If your order's over $35, your order ships free. Oh, I'm heading right over to frankieandmer.com right now, and I'm going to use promo code VENUS at checkout. And while you're at it, hit us up at EILF Movies. That's everything I learned from movies on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Uh, you know us. We drop like 100 episodes a week, according to most people. Uh, we're mm. pretty prolific that way. Yeah, hit us up. Let us know if you want to be on a show talking about mm. Nick Cage and mm. you know share nine eleven conspiracy theories. Well, Woo! well, you probably you probably uh, won't be able to jump on the Nick Cage train because I don't know if you know this guy's a little peek behind the curtain. Stephen Izzy, if you're if you guys are listening to this episode in August, they have probably up till January recorded right now. So <laughs> we're we're only up to October. Um, which, which, by the way, uh, don't spoil <laughs> yeah, it. I don't want to spoil don't it. Don't spoil it's, it. It's, it's, it's a good goddamn theme. I really like it. Is it Hawktober? <gasps> Only nope. movies with hawks in them? Nope. Even better. Is it Cocktober? Or we're just gonna gawk at boobies? I wish. But no. <laughs> wait, wait. Is it Cocktober? 
We're hanging dog. Babe, did you tell him? <laughs> is it is it Talktober where you're only talking about talk shows? Oh fuck, no, Ricky Lake, here we you're come. You were right about Talktober. <laughs> it was going to be all the movies hanging dog. <laughs> Oh my god, you're the first person I've heard say Ricky Lake in like 20 years. Oh, Wait, you mean star of the cat murder <laughs> mystery? Murder she purred, obviously you haven't had a conversation with me about specifically cat-based murder mystery novels, nor the TV movies based on them. Is it weird that the first thing I knew Ricky Lake from was not her show, but rather John Waters movies? Yeah, yeah. like a uh, Hairspray? Uh, and one of my favorite underrated weird movies, Cecil B. Demented. Oh yeah, with Stephen Dorff and uh, Melanie. That's Griffith. a fucking weird ass movie. Brendan, yeah. right now, Google "murder she purred." <laughs> Wait, it also stars Angela Lansbury. Well, of course it does. It's a murder mystery. Read, read the synopsis. Uh, so the whole class cat. And Welsh Corgi help a Virginia postmistress, Ricky Lake, investigate a handsome neighbor, Lyndon Ashby's <gasps> role in a killing. You didn't tell me Johnny Cage was in this movie. <laughs> oh shit, Ed Bagley Jr.'s in it too. What? Yes. Coming next week. <laughs> we need Disney Plus so we can watch British Bird. Wait, is it I wish Disney I could Plus? find it because I tried to find movie, this. I'm assuming. Oh, well. <laughs> Brendan, let us know if it's on Disney Plus. Every single Disney movie is on Disney Plus, right? Scouring Amazon right now. <laughs> so it's gonna be seven thousand dollars one VHS yeah, tape. Right. Oh shit! Currently unavailable. I'm looking on Amazon.com. Just wait. <laughs> uh, fuck! It doesn't look good, guys. <laughs> I'm starting a new webpage. Get Murder She Purred back on the air. Dot com. <laughs> Hashtag Murder She Purred on Disney Plus. Make Mur- it happen. Hashtag Murder She Blu Raid. <laughs> <laughs> it is a Disney movie, so I would not be surprised if it eventually made its way there, honestly. Well, yeah, they got to do all their TV movies. Well, as soon as they point. do, that's when we'll get our subscription. Woo! You already have one. Don't lie to me. We actually, we don't, we don't. actually. Oh, you should. At the time of this recording, we have. Pluto TV, we have Samsung TV, Amazon yeah. Prime, Netflix, Stars TV, Stars, IMDb WWE TV. Network for some reason. <laughs> I will say, I will say that apparently Disney Plus in uh, the states is actually not as good as the one in Canada, which is the first time we can ever say that about a streaming service. So yeah. I will take that victory. Yeah, I know you guys get like Song of the South and stuff. Mm-mm. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. We do get Dumbo, though, with Crow Scene intact. Yeah. I seen a horse fly. Including deleted scenes with far more racism. Oh, no. Hello, I'm a crow and my name is Jim. No, turn it off. Have All right, sorry. On on the Jim Crow, have you guys seen the Jim Crow comics on Facebook? Yes. Uh, they are quite good, actually. Well, that's not where I was expecting that to go. Yeah, no, it's it's not at all what you think it's going to be, and okay. uh, yeah, it's it's they're 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 poignant. Okay, so I'll yeah, until out. next time, I'm Steve. I'm Izzy. I'm Brendan, the cousin of Steve and Izzy, and this is everything, everything I learned from, learn from, from movies. Have a good night, everybody. Uh, how to get burned? How did you get?